taking off. Five, four, three, two. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. No, we're ready now. Let's just hop into it. Yes, I'm, yes. No retakes here on the What's fade. up? How are you doing today? Yo, I am uh I'm actually really good, man. I'm I'm chilling right now. We had our fucking Game of Thrones trivia night last night. Uh that shit was dope, even though it was cold as shit outside. Uh people came through though. Yeah, you noticed I didn't make it. No, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I happened to notice yeah, that one half of the Fade podcast did not show up to well, the Game for of good reason. Trivia. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You've, you've got the perpetually good reason, right? You can use your Always. child uh, under any circumstance for the next to get out of any situation. 10 to 12 years. Yes. <laughs> no, always. Even when... Man, you know, even your kids. She's 30. 35. You're like, uh, uh, my, my kid. kid needs me. Like, like, doesn't your kid have kids? <laughs> I got to take care of them both. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm fucking good, dude. Like I, uh, I'm i excited, man. Uh, I, I've gotten on this kick. I started watching Power. Yeah. I'm on season three of Power. Yeah. Um, Can I just say, I just need to say this. Say it. I think that uh, uh, Holly... On the show? Yeah. She might be the worst character in any television show I've ever seen. I hate her. Everybody hates so her. So much. And, 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 it's, and it's multifaceted, too. It's not only do I hate the character and her arc, but I hate the actress's portrayal. I don't, I've never seen that act, and I forget what, I don't, I don't know what her name is, but I've never seen her in anything else. Um, Neither have and I. I. And I'm not saying, I, like, she's a terrible actress. Just in that role, it's, it's almost like, um, who's the girl from um, Daredevil? The, the um, girl who plays the, the uh, journalist, journalist or the reporter, uh, fucking whatever the fuck she is. Karen Page. Karen Page. It's like Karen Page, where everything's super emotional for no apparent reason. You're halfway crying in every fucking scene. Like at first, when they introduced her on Power, she was kind of it was, it was fine, and I guess because they didn't really give her that much to like do. But as they kept giving her more and more, it was just like, yo, this is not working out. It was like when she died, I I felt. You know how when somebody dies, you're like, fuck, man, they killed that person. No, it's fucked no. up. No, for her, I was like, no, that's appropriate. We were I just all... felt bad for Tommy. I was like, damn, Tommy. Yeah. Damn. Now you got now you got to go hide the body. Yeah. Come on, man. You know, we that, that's a perfectly waste of a Friday night. Yeah. When Tommy died. <laughs> like, the character deaths that I've loved have been Joffrey. Yeah, I think that's everybody's favorite. Holly. Although Joffrey wasn't as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. It was sort of shocking in that, damn, they just going to, like, that's it? Yeah, they We're just midway through season, season three, mean, and they're just going to knock them out like that? I, I was very happy about it. I was pleased with I was, it. I wanted, I wanted even more of a gruesome, I wanted something just terrible. I mean, Poison, that, that slow, painful death, yeah. he was very much aware of the fact that he was dying. <sighs> that's true. Okay. I, I did love okay. that. Okay, all right, fair um, enough. Right. Holly's, the only character death I didn't get was um, uh, Walter... White's son in Breaking Bad. He didn't die. The the boy did not die. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I said that's the only death I didn't get. Oh, why'd you want him to die? Oh, I Jesus. fuck it. If I had a son <laughs> like dark. him, if I had a son, oh, yeah, like he him, was kind of a rat. He, he was a bitch and a rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Nah, if I had a son like him, I yeah. I probably would resent my wife and leave my family. <laughs> Just fucking abandon them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Worst yeah. son in, in television You know, there are, there are a couple of shows that I haven't gone back to revisit that I, I probably need to. Breaking Bad's one of them. Just so I can, 
you know, get sort of a different perspective on it than I think I originally had. Mad Men is another one, although those are both emotionally draining shows. That's why I think I kind of like shy away from going back to watching them. Yeah, uh, they're 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 rough to get through. You know what? To be honest, I don't know what I rank higher. I think because we're I mean, we're in the middle, well, not in the middle, we're at the end of Game of Thrones, and it's like the topic of conversation. It, it's you Game know, of Thrones, and it's not even close. No, I, I think I, I have a top three that mm. might change weekly, monthly. No, the, the reason why it's, I say... It's the, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, and The Shield are mm. three of my absolute favorite shows of all time. So the reason why I say Game of Thrones is because... Game of Thrones has everything in it. It has action, comedy, romance, drama, uh, politics. It's got literally everything in it. Breaking Bad and and I haven't watched The Shield really, but uh, um, but if you if, even if I compare it to any other show, they they have bits and pieces of all the elements, but they don't have them in spades like Game of Thrones does. Like if you need comedy, look no further than Tyrion. So here's the thing: if you, need, you haven't finished. Either yeah. of those series, right? What? Uh, Breaking Bad or... Yeah, and you've never Bad. seen The Shield. I've seen Breaking Bad. Trust me when I say this. As someone who's finished both of those seasons, who watched every single episode, mm-hmm. and we are now entering the last episode of uh, Game of Thrones, Yeah, I can, with from experience, say that each of these shows has all of those elements that you just named. Yeah. But not, again, not they have the elements, but not in spades like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has the... But you can't say that without ever having actually watched... The Shield, again, I, The Shield I can't speak to, but of, of the series that I've watched, like I've watched, you know, Sopranos, uh, Mad Men. Um, I, the one I, I am curious about is The Wire. I need to I need to go back and fully watch The Wire. I, I haven't yeah. been all the way through that. And I, I don't think anybody would ever say The Wire is better than Game of Thrones. Great, great series. Mm. You know, a series that I haven't watched in its entirety. Uh, I will same say... Same with The Sopranos. You have lied to me, though. What uh, you said that power was equivalent to a Game of Thrones. Sometimes I want to put power up there. No, like, <laughs> not even, wait, wait. No, not, that's ridiculous. When, when shit gets going, it, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. In season two, it picked up pretty. It, I it, think it seasons one and two were great. Season, season three is season, like uh, no. Nah, season season one was a drop off. Season three, I'm sitting in the middle of it. And I'm like, unless they come up with something in these last few episodes, I I, I don't know. But like. <laughs> What, I, th- I think we're in, we're entering season six, six of yeah, Power. I believe so, yeah. Is what we're waiting on. Yeah. Seasons four and five, you're just like, what the, f- how the fuck oh, oh. is Ghost going to Bef- get out of this? Before I completely forget, Rick and Morty, season four, announced, November. You know what? I'm, I'm Shut the fuck. If any, 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 oh, I thought no, you were No, no, I love like, Rick and Morty. I, uh, okay, I, just, I, I, I haven't seen the, as many episodes. I was about to shut the podcast down. Rick and Morty is like it, it it doesn't even take any time to get into fucking Rick and Morty. You watch it for a couple episodes and you're like, yo, this shit's hilarious. It's 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 my particular brand of comedy. Yeah. That's, Rick and Morty is yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, hands down. Yeah. I've seen maybe like six or seven full episodes. I mean hands fucking I don't even know from what season. It's just funny. It's like Futurama or Family Guy. It is. Yes. It's just great. But better somehow. Uh, yeah. It's it's more edgy because I don't even think it's edgy. I think it's just it's smarter than all of those shows. All those shows are just kind of just like, 
they just they say a lot of dumb shit or a lot of funny shit. Yeah, well, Rick and granted, Morty Rick and actually Morty, is like s- s- smart about Rick and Morty has had time to learn from that's like, true. other like, no, you know, fair Simpsons. Yeah, uh, and they take Futurama their time the between each seasons. It's not like they come back every fall and say, "All right, here's another you know 22 yeah. episodes or however many." When, episodes when you're the Simpsons or Family Guy, and the network is like, you know, we need this content. Right now, You're like, is that joke ready? Don't care. Put it out. Put the joke out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah sorry, Rick, sorry Rick and Morty is incredible. I, I just had to. Uh, so to speak back on. to power. You're at yeah. season three. Holly just died. Um, yeah. Oh, I was so elated. I was yeah. like, thank you, God. I don't. I, we don't have to deal with her nonsense. Because her, her character motivation at no point during the show makes any sense. Yeah. At no point does a character make any remote sense. So I think Holly was. A character who was put into the story, not necessarily, you know. Yeah, it's like she's forced into the story. It's like they needed something. They're like, hmm, we need somebody as kind of a foil for Ghost and uh, and what's his name? Well, I think we see Tommy Ghost and his relationship with Tasha, and then his uh, the, the struggles in his relationship with Angela, right? Uh, and then Tommy is just this solo guy, you know, just no, no doubt. Tommy needed somebody like to, like, but, but you feel like she was forced. She was just forced in like, because it, okay. To so me, it made sense because she's a reflection of Tommy's mother. Right. And we know oh, his relationship with his mother. In, how in a way. Yeah. But I mean, like it was, it was like always a thing, right? Like Tommy always dates redheads because his mom's a redhead and yeah. it's kind of gross. It's kind of like that whole Oedipus complex. Um, but she was so like sloppily not written, but like her, the motivations just never really made any sense. And I'm going to get to this hard. I, I'm going to go so fucking hard on this game of Thrones shit. Cause so I'm wondering if I should save this for when we talk. Save it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let, let's just, let's get into the shit. Come on. <laughs> Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, this is the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any of the guys that... Goddamn thing. Goddamn thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any other goddamn thing we want to talk about, uh, coming to you live and direct, Heart Studios, Baltimore City, what's good? You know what, I I, I always love uh, a good story about a a black woman getting that bag, securing it. Mm. Yeah, uh, not this bag is too big, right? <laughs> Beyonce had to have the wire transfer, right? You had to. <laughs> yeah, you make can't sure, do yeah. six million in in cash. I, can't I just, do, yeah. Definitely can't do three hundred like million a, in yeah, cash. Yeah, no, I, drug make deal. Sure, did the wire transfer clear? Good. Ooh. You know. All right. Now, now we can continue the conversation, right? Yeah. So, uh, if you haven't heard the news, so not only did her. Um, what was the documentary she just dropped on Netflix? What was that called again? The uh, uh, Homecoming? Homecoming, yeah. So not only did that average, I think it averaged like 800,000 viewers per minute or something like that when it first premiered on Netflix. Mm-hmm. One of the highest rated premieres of like a, a Netflix documentary. Yeah. Uh, definitely a Netflix series or just program in general. Yeah. Um, when you look at the viewership per minute, so that was a massive success, right? Sure. And then, you know, we all know that uh, Facebook recently had its uh, IPO. Um, for you, 
listeners who went to public school, that's initial public offering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they teach that. No, they don't. No. They definitely don't. Yeah. No, no, they, they, they teach that, I'm sure. Yeah, just I, in I the just, advanced classes. I just want to be an yeah, asshole. Yeah. Um, so they recently had their IPO, which, you know, for some companies, uh, you know, it could be lower gen... It, it could be good and bad for the company, right? At the end of the day, no, no matter what, there's going to be an influx of, of funds. Uh, some companies will go in with a high initial offering and then uh, it'll, you know, it won't meet expectations or market valuation expectations. Sometimes it'll exceed market value expectations. Yeah. Like we saw with uh, what was the, the, uh, Facebook when it uh, had its initial IPO. Yeah. Uber's IPO, I believe, exceeded uh, expectations. valuation expectations, so on and so on. And sure. uh, we're, we're coming to find out who were some of the early investors in Uber. Yeah. Uh, people like Lance Armstrong, Mark Cuban. Um, there's another name in this. Uh, list that's going to come to me. I forget who it was. But Liza Minnelli. Was it Liza Minnelli? I, I just threw out literally <laughs> I mean, any name. Maybe. Um, so one of the people, uh, obviously, was the Queen Bee, Beyonce, uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z's wife, uh, Beyonce, no, uh, I don't know why I threw that in there. Yeah, very Jay-Z's wife. You, you got to yeah, throw him in there. The beehive I'm going to come after. Because I, so. I got a Jay-Z question in a little bit. Okay. Um, so, you know, Beyonce, is that her real name? Yeah. Beyonce, yeah, yeah Beyonce who knows? Knowles. Yeah. Who knows? Yo, who it's knows? always funny when they come out with their like actual names, because then it's like, yo, like, do you like? We all know your name. We can just search for you on public record. We can just like, I don't what, know. Do, what do you mean when they weird. come out it, with their real names, or or like, like they use their real names like instead of having like a stage name? Yeah, they just have their regular name. As yeah, like, like you're right. Weird. It, yeah, it either has to be dope or it just has to like <laughs> stick. You know? Yeah. What was her mom thinking with Beyonce? What's the? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Her mom knew. <laughs> We're going to get fucking money. This is the one. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Uh, I, but her sister, Solange, like, that's not a common name either, right? No, but so, somehow that doesn't uh, that doesn't sound as... Uh, I, I, when I guess this goes to, like, the person makes the name, the name doesn't make the person. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we look at Beyonce. Oh, my God, like Beyonce. You know, Just because it's that's such a brand name. now. What, Solange? Beyonce, Beyonce might as well be, like, Uber. Or, might as well be or, yeah. or band yeah, she owns enough right? of it yeah <laughs> it's a household name right yeah. so anyway uh back in 2015 beyonce performed at a uh a, an internal uber party it may have been yeah. their like fucking holiday party their christmas yeah. party Rich or just bastards. or just a party that they wanted to have on a friday yeah because i'm wondering about my money. company and like uh if like i came in like on a, on a fucking thursday and I'm like yo guess who's gonna be performing tomorrow beyonce i'm like wait <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> no, no, no. Cancel Why? it. Cancel the performance. Can we just get paid more? <laughs> Can we just get a little bit more money? I saw my check this past week. Uh, I think a couple of zeros were missing. <laughs> yeah. So, so Beyonce was paid. Uh, well, her her performance fee is six million dollars, right? Yeah. Now this is back in 2015, and uh, instead of taking a six million million dollar payout, what she did was um, she asked for six million dollars in. Uh, you know, stock options, right? Ownership of the company. Yeah. Fast forward four years later, Uber has its IPO. That six million dollars is now worth roughly three hundred million. Yo, the fucking come up of the year. Holy shit. Six million. Yeah. Four years, three hundred million. Yeah. Uh that is a massive Yo massive shout out to fucking, fucking Beyonce's accountant. Like whoever her fucking accountant is. 
Yeah. That or, dude's hey, a fucking genius or, or, hey, or woman. Let's let's whoever that was. You know, I don't know who that person is, so I'm just yeah. gonna give it to her for making. Cause I feel like she probably made this decision. Like, drop a fucking bomb for me. Holy shit. Because in 2015, she yeah. didn't need that money. No, not even remotely. She had bank accounts in countries we've never heard of. <laughs> right. <laughs> Offshore accounts. Yeah. Caymans, Panama, Russia, fucking everywhere. Yeah. So she didn't need six million dollars in 2015. No, and she knew like, but, but then that gets me to wondering, like, how many other companies has she done that with that like tanked? That were like, she was like, it, it would have been, she would have gotten six million, but they tanked, so she gets like two hundred fifty thousand. Maybe, maybe she was an early investor in Enron. Maybe she gave Bernie Madoff some money. Fucking JC Penny. Right? She lost this. Circuit City. She, she probably owned several Circuit Cities. Or uh, Toys R Us. Probably owned a thousand taxi cabs throughout Houston and then yeah, she, she's fucking doing the uh, Christmas party at Toys R Us like yo this shit is not gonna end well these dudes <laughs> <laughs> dude they scrapped every penny together to get me here <laughs> yeah. but hey you know even if you take all of those losses right let's say yeah. she lost 50 million in bad investments yeah fuck it cause this one right here yeah Pay yeah, the yeah. fuck off. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure she's making tons of investments like all over the place. Like, and it's curious, right? Like, so with shit like that, I wonder, like, how haven't her and Jay Z hit a billy? They had to have. No, I think collectively they're they're over a billion. I thought it was like a nine hundred something. They're at a billy. Yo, and here comes fucking uh, Kylie Jenner in fucking one summer I'm like mm, this yo, lip gloss is good yo, yeah, she a li- billy <laughs> Kylie literally in like one or two years Kylie Cosmetics really just uh, well and, I mean shout out to Rihanna's Fenty right you know, yeah growth is uh, projected to surpass Kylie Jenner's line is it right yeah oh uh, well, I, I think it you know I think it already top beat it towards the end of 2018 we would have heard about it because Cotty was at about, like, the brand was roughly $900 million and Oh, you know what the difference is? The company probably has, but Kylie owns pretty much, I think, all she of Kylie all of, yeah. uh, Cosmetics. Rihanna's product line, which, no, I think she does. Um, she owns all of it? So it's under uh, a larger company, but uh, her line, her product line, she's like majority owner of that line. I don't, I don't think it works the same in that case. Cause yeah, I, like, I think she, she, along with the parent company, she's probably, she has the most stakes, I'm sure. And I'm just speculating. I have no idea what their, what their d- dynamic is, but I'm, I'm sure if there's a parent company, that parent company owns the majority of the company, but outside of the parent company, I'm sure she's Rihanna's like the, the yeah. majority. Um, but no, I think towards the end of 2018, they were saying Rihanna's, Rihanna's line was projected to exceed Kylie's by like 2019. Yeah, because I, I, th- I think we, if we, like if that were the case, if it did surpass, we would we would have heard about it. Uh, no, I mean, the articles were out. No, no, I mean, we would have heard about it. If that it, that it surpassed it? Yeah. Yeah, when it does, uh, probably next month or something like that, right? <laughs> we'll anyway, so yeah. you know there are lots of celebrities who have made these like fa- like amazing investments early on that you know who knew that it would take off uh, in the way it did. Yeah. I remember reading a story about uh, it was he was like a local artist, a graffiti artist in like L.A. or something like that, mm-hmm. who uh, Facebook had uh, in the early stages of Facebook. I think it was when it was, when it was still the Facebook. <laughs> they they had hired him to do a wall mural in their office. Yeah, and Instead of you know being paid out like the sixty thousand dollar fee that he had, mistakes. he took uh, stock options, right? Yeah. And then you know sixty thousand dollars back in two thousand and one or whatever. And now uh, during the time when they had their IPO, his options were worth like 
thirty million. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm gonna go off on a just a slight rant here. So I think this is what <clears throat> you know. You you talk about like the black community and like, hey, you know, like what do we need to do? Like, and I think this is what Jay Z was trying to say with uh four four four, is is that like instead of looking at like what you can like what you can get max today look at like what you can do for the future look at what you can build down the line right like okay sure you could take that six mil today but if you like eh, keep your six mil you know but but i guess you would have to be in a position to be able to be like eh, forget that six mil like because yeah. <laughs> that's a different kind of situation than like you've got ten dollars in your bank account and you're like well that six million might help might help a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, that's the unfortunate thing right and i think childish gambino once once said it uh in like an interview he was doing he was like you know there's all this talk about how like oh you know invest your money plan for the future blah 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 but to do that yeah you you, you to gotta be, be in a, a good position, position to invest like sure. you can't be starving right and then say oh i'm gonna you know put this 25 dollars i'm gonna put it over here and invest yeah. it when you've got to eat today yeah uh so but the goal is to minimize your your expenses, right? Start to save. Uh, don't take on unnecessary debt. Spend wisely. Put yourself in a comfortable <coughs> position where you can Start set building. aside a little bit of money, even if it's yeah. just a hundred dollars a month, which for some people, unfortunately, is still a lot of money. Well, you you got to keep your habits to minimum, like you know what I mean. Like I think that's what gets everybody right. Yeah. Our habits of like. Okay, hey, I like spending money on clothes. I like spending money on trips. I like like you have to do those things in moderation. Like what, what you are like, your habits? Oof, I actually don't really have any, weirdly enough. I don't really have any habits. I would say probably food is like okay. my thing. Like I just love food. Like as in like going out to eat. Yeah. Like going okay. out to eat. Uh I think I don't cook enough. Like I, I cook. Yeah. I, I probably cook more than the average person, but I don't cook enough for like what I would consider like reasonable you know what i mean gotcha um like do you go out and buy breakfast on the way to work every morning do you like buy lunch every? i probably buy lunch like every day but like i i go through weird phases where for like a month i won't go out and buy lunch you know at work but uh but then i'll do like another month where that's all i do is go out and buy lunch and it's because it's like time like every time something changes in my schedule that throws me off in terms of like, I just don't have the time or I don't think about, you know, factoring in time to do certain shit like cook. So for instance, even the podcast, right? I get home and this is the time where I would take the time to make something and then have that be the thing that I eat throughout the day or throughout the week. Yeah. But instead I'm, I'm doing the podcast. So, but every time I add something to my schedule, like, Hey, we're doing trivia. Hey, you know, I've got another podcast. Hey, uh, you know, it takes time. It away takes from time you. to yeah. like readjust and then be like, all right, I got to like. So now you time. have to go out and buy that dinner. Or buy exactly. That or buy that exactly. Breakfast. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mine's, I would say it's like whenever I spend, I always justify that one extra thing. Mm. Like if I go um, like, like, Today I went to the store, right, and I and I was gonna go and buy uh, just some like you know hygiene products, mm-hmm. lotion, deodorant, uh, body wash, stuff like that, right? Yeah. I'm in the store. I'm like, uh, you know, let me get this too. Let me, <laughs> let me get yeah. let, let me get this shit like over here. Like unscheduled. 
purchases, yeah. Shit that I probably don't need. Like, uh, you know, I might need that eventually. Let me get that too, yeah, right? So yeah. going into the store with an expectation of spending maybe $20 turns into like, like a $45. $50, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, and then I, when I when I get to check out, that's when I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what did you, you know? do? <laughs> I, I need someone to follow me around the store. And slap your hand. Me, yeah, and ask me, slap my hand. Like, do, do you really need that? And my answer is usually going to be no. No, I don't. I, yeah, I need that person. That's that's actually true, but also kind of not true. Like sometimes, yeah, I do go to the store and, and buy like very unnecessary things. But then those things end up actually being useful. It's just I didn't need those things at the particular time that I bought them. But they end up being like useful. Yeah, it's yeah. different when you go to the store, you buy something, and it's completely useless, and you're like, I, I don't know, I, I can't justify this at all. Yeah. Like, you know, you know who's not worried about that shit? Yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce doesn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah, is that bracelet four hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'll get it. Hey, like Fab said, throw it in the fucking bag. All right. <laughs> you know what? So I was, I read this thing that uh, it, it was just a valuation of Jeff Bezos's. Uh, wealth versus the average person's wealth, right? And yeah. it was like one of those things where it's like, to the average person, $7 or like, you know, spending $45,000 is equivalent to the average person spending like 3 or $5. That's that's a, that's a whole di- different mode, as uh, Jay-Z said. Like, yeah. that's a whole different mode. So, Jeff Bezos could literally spend like $12 million and he probably won't even notice it if he were to look at his account. No, he really wouldn't. It would that. be like spending, you know, like 40 bucks. <sighs> that really makes you think about like, okay, so we like criticize the rich and we're like, oh, you, and obviously we, we can criticize Jeff Bezos because of he's making those billions of dollars off the backs of people. Who and not paying any paid. taxes. Shit. Yeah. He's not paying any taxes. So yeah, when I see the fucked up streets and uh, fucking Baltimore. Actually, I don't think that works that quite the way. But I'm still gonna blame him nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Bl- yeah. blame him. It's, it's his fucking Amazon trucks delivering shit that yeah. we didn't really need yeah. to buy. That's Some fucking way, up our roads. somehow, we're gonna trace this back to Jeff Bezos. But I hate um, the way you say his name. Bezos. By the way. Yeah. Bezos. 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 Is yeah. there an A in there? No. Bezos. Just B E Z O S. Bezos. Why, why is, is there an accent on the E? Ask him, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking ask me. But you're definitely saying it wrong. I Uh, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say Bezos. I think you just... You're adding an extra E. Or there's just an E there. No, it's B-E, not B-E. Bezos. 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 I say Bezos. No, you said Bezos. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) All right, whatever. I don't know what that shit was. All right, uh, moving on. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to Bay, the Bayhive. Who I'm uh, deathly afraid of. Beehive, nigga. Beehive. It's bold B-E-Y hive. Still the beehive. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> is it not the bay? Like, is that? No. That's how be- you say bay, right? No, no, it's beehive. It might be B-E-Y hive, but it's still beehive. No one's in the bay hive. Yeah, Have you ever heard anybody say that? Yeah. Ooh. What do you mean? <laughs> I can't. Uh, I'm going to go out on the street and find them right now. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't, it's People. In general. No, no, no one's ever said that. Nobody. <laughs> okay. I've said it just now. I'm, I'm coining. Hey, if it wasn't coined be- before, I'm, I'm coining it now. You better not try to coin new shit on the back of Beyonce. Because the beehive will definitely come for you then. The beehive will come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about fucking some upcoming movies here. Uh, really got a, a, a 
actually no this is a very disappointing week in movies but uh uh we'll get to it nonetheless um so we've got a dog's journey i think this movie's been in i want to say i didn't I, I talked about this like fucking like last year uh it's a it's a movie about dogs and the dog's journey i don't it has i think it has dennis quaid in it a really unimportant movie White people are gonna love it. Uh, oh, they're gonna eat up Fuck in droves. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they bought their tickets already. They yeah. bought them like three months in advance. This might <laughs> sell more than <laughs> more than Infinity game. Again, game. <laughs> white people love their dogs. Yeah, I, it would be funny if uh, fucking uh, a dog's journey like beat Endgame to yeah. surpassing that, Avatar. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be. You know, but at the same time, wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Uh, no, would not be surprised. Though. Would not. All right, uh, and then we've got uh, the sun is also a star, uh, starring uh, Yar Shahidi. Uh, I believe she is from uh, uh, Blackish fame, and then she also has the uh, the show Grownish. I believe that's okay. what that's called. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, the I daughter from so. Blackish, like yeah. the oldest daughter, the oldest sibling actually from no yeah child. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, so yeah. she's in this movie. Uh, it, it's kind of like good a movie. for her. It's like a love story movie about two people. I mean, it, it, it not that important uh, as well. Although, yeah, <laughs> it go can't on be a love the... story movie about one person. No, no, no. There's other people in it, but I just don't know their names. Yeah, fuck them. Care. Yeah. Well, that's kind of fucked up. I I feel I always feel bad for like you know the indie scene or like people who are unknown because we're like oh they're of no importance. And then if they hit it big, we're like oh that person that. The last year, I didn't think it was shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, Uh, it's like, you know. When I say fuck them, I I don't actually mean fuck them and their careers and their hard work. (laughs) I I mean, in this moment, because I don't know them. But that's exactly what that means, though. Fuck their career. No, no, no. It's, it's, uh, you know, this is like uh, the the equation, right? Of find X, right? Okay. I, I can't find X, so fuck it. You know? I'm going to go on to the next question in, in this exam. Fuck. Fair enough. Uh, and also coming out, of course, we've got uh, the first uh, person shooter himself, uh, the uh, assassin of assassins, uh, that guy with the gat, John Wick. I didn't like that last one. Fair enough. Yeah. I, First I, person shooter himself. That was good. Yeah, you should have just left it there. Yeah, I, he, I, I feel yeah. like I feel like th- things have to come in threes. Like this movie, for instance, mm. uh, you 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 gotta like you gotta say the first one, then the second one, and then uh, you have to have the uh, the finale to the uh, tr- finale. Uh, trilogy. Finale. Is, fi- who the fuck says finale? <laughs> what is, that's a fine alley you have there between your home finale. and that other home. Oh, wait, fin- you pronounce finale. It finale. It's the yeah. same thing. Same finale. Thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. You're, what? Your your the Game of Thrones finale. finale. Yeah, yeah that's the exactly. season. That's what you say when the you're rich. Series finale. You know, you know who who says finale? Probably who? Beyonce. Probably. <laughs> <She's> finale. <laughs> yeah, when you're super rich, I feel like you can when get you away have enough with shit money. Like that. It sounds yeah. right. <laughs> it's automatically right yeah. by definition. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, we got Parabellum, John Wick three coming out theaters. This week. Co-star Halle yeah. Berry, uh, she was added to the mix in this. Uh, yeah, you remember that song, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. And then they Chris. and then they changed it to Miss Berry because yeah. Halle Berry like sued them. Why did she sue them? That's good publicity for her. I don't understand why. I don't know why she like or not. I don't know if she sued him, but maybe there's like a cease for the and same reason Eric Benet cheated on her. You know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Why is that the same reason? I don't know. Um, I I actually had that joke backwards, (laughs) but it was still funny. It was still funny. I still it still slapped. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) joke still slapped. Why would you? And the song wasn't. It was a good good song. It was because it was comparing pretty much every other woman to the yardstick that was or that is Halle Berry. Yeah, you know, it's really it's really weird. Well, I guess Rosa Parks did also sue Outkast. Did she? Yeah, <laughs> she was. I'm pretty sure she was dead by that point. So no, no, no. She state. was alive, and what? she's for um for the song like. Uh, Wait, Rosa Parks was still alive in like the late '90s. Well, like I have pushed that bus. Everybody think moved happened- to the back of the bus. You know that? Remember that song? Did she sued them. Mm-hmm. Why'd she sue them? I don't know. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, nigga, I need, I need to get this money." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're not cutting me a check, I really don't feel like you should be using that. <laughs> I didn't sit on that bus for nothing. Somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna pay me. After all the work I did, yeah, you gonna make a song about me, and I'm not gonna get a check. And then I get no residuals. There's Need nothing that. in the yeah. Um. Okay. So. So yeah, I know you're looking forward to this uh, Parabellum. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's my mission to go watch the. I watched the first John Wick. Didn't watch the second one. Um. So I want to go back and watch those. Although I did check for them. Uh, they weren't free on any demand service that I have. No, too good. Movies too good. What do you good. mean just too good? That's nonsense. Yeah, you, you know what's free? Yeah, Gili. <laughs> right, that that's free. Uh, uh Transformers <laughs> three. Okay, free. Uh, fucking Thor two free. <laughs> right, Spider Man three free. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. A uh, classic. Yeah. Like John Wick, uh, it's not, not a, free. Not quite a classic, but okay. No, John Wick, the first movie, yeah. is a certified classic. We, we, but we is it, knew but the, is it though? the week it came out that it was yeah. a classic. It is. No, it's not. There's no there, there's no justification for this, even remotely. Not by uh, ticket sales, not by critical response, not by what the uh, fuck? fan response. The, res- the response, the fan response yeah. to, to the first John Wick movie mm-hmm. Is the reason why they have a third one coming out, and it is looking like yeah. Didn't you just uh, highly successful? Did you just career. say something about uh, third Transformers? They they're on their eighteenth Transformers right now. Doesn't mean that it's a fucking they just know good. You franchise. know, it's just a fun little stupid movie you can watch, right? <laughs> this is highly anticipated. As okay. soon as the second John Wick movie ended, like when you yep. go watch the second one, mm-hmm. the first fucking thing that comes to your mind is when is number three coming out? Yeah. I will pay triple when did the, uh, to see number three. For, because it's the third one, I'll <laughs> charge me three. Things come in threes, like I said. <laughs> um, when did the uh, when did number two come out? Was that two, a couple years ago? Uh, you know that's, when, that's around the time when we started doing the podcast. Isn't it? I think so. I think, I think so. I remember because I remember coming to Fabe's place and he was watching two. That, that might have been a little bit after because it was watching on TV. You know what? To be honest, I don't know. I don't know when it, when it came out. <laughs> That's I always know. good to admit. I don't know. I don't know. But I, don't I know that the first one was a classic. Yeah. The second one did not disappoint. Like you had certain expectations, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't disappoint. Yeah. Th- this third one being. The grand, as you would say, finale. <laughs> finale. I'm the, getting ready to be rich, so <laughs> I'm the, just practicing. The, this third one, especially with the addition of, um, you know, an, an actress Berry, to the caliber of Miss Halle Berry, Berry right? Yeah. And I've seen, um, I saw some background uh, uh, footage of her, like, training for the film. Yeah. It's like, there's, like, this really amazing footage of uh, Keanu Reeves training for the film. And, yeah. like, yeah, 
he really is out there at the yeah, gun that, range. Yeah, that was all the way back in like the first one though. Yeah, like, yeah. He's really at the gun range out there putting in work. Like, sure. god damn. Although that was just like one. Don't just... rob his house and kill his dog in the movie. <laughs> Don't do it in real life. Okay. <laughs> Same guy. Well, to be fair, like yeah, like all these Hollywood people, like they receive actual training for the shit. Now uh, they're not clearly not doing it for like years upon years, but also they do the receive doesn't world class training yeah. Yeah, for for certain shit. So I saw the video of Halle Berry doing the uh, uh, the weapons training, mm-hmm. and I mean she looks sharp. Yeah, I mean like she's like the way she's like reloading the clip, empty the clip, bang 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 bang, reload, bang 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 bang, reload, yo. I mean, she looked like a fucking professional, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So I, yeah, don't, don't don't roll up in her crib. She uh, yeah yeah she yeah. let loose on you. Yeah, Eric Benet, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't come back. Don't come back. <laughs> At least announce yourself first because she's yeah. had some. Drink. Call ahead. Yeah. Call ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out on streaming. Uh, we've got Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj, uh, Volume Three. Uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, Hassan Minaj, he does some great work uh, with this show on Netflix. Um, you know, some of these people aren't as successful as like others when it comes to like the Daily Show spinoffs. Like, uh, I remember there was a, I think Jordan Clapper. He had the the show where he was basically just like a conspiracy theorist. He was kind of like an Alex Jones type of character, and he played. It's sort of almost like what Colbert did with uh, the Colbert Report. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it was called, right? The Colbert yeah. Report, right? Um, it was almost like that, except for he was a conspiracy theorist and he was taking things from like the right wing sort of angle of uh, the spectrum. Um, but it was with obviously with the comedic, ironic as well as uh, what, would it, what do they call it? Uh, parody sort of twist on it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but that lasted like five episodes and then it was promptly dismissed. Uh but Hassan Minaj's Patriot Act uh, seems like it's it has some legs. Uh, it's like really one of the only shows on Netflix that's like uh, a and and they try to do this with the Chelsea Handler show, where it was like a nightly thing or it was like a weekly thing where it was like oh like every week we're gonna like shoot this live and then we're just gonna put it like right out. Um, or yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know how they did that whole thing, but they try to make it like a, a like a nightly show, like yeah. how they do the late night show and the late late night show, all of that. Um, but that doesn't—I don't think that format works. But whatever Hassan Minaj has here, I think it works. You know, um, I so this is on my favorite, uh, on my to watch list on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like these types of shows, I have to like find the time to watch it. Yeah. Um, but from what I've seen, and I've seen little clips of uh, his show, and it looks really good. It looks really interesting. Um, something I do want to check out. So yeah, well, he, and he talks about like a wide range of topics. So he'll talk about like some really sort of political, sh- uh, political shit. But he also talks about shit like uh, I think he has a, a whole uh, episode on like sneakers, and then he also has like a whole episode on Supreme. Yeah. Um. So it's like shit that you know is, he has is range of, of the yeah. culture. You know. Yeah. Uh, a so, wide audience can watch this absolutely. and take something from yeah, it. Yeah. At least some episodes. You know. Um. Okay. Uh. Then we have uh, Malibu Rescue. Uh, I don't think any that needs any explanation. Um, just another yeah fucking yeah. renovation. I don't even want to hear any more shit. about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, revisions, which is uh, looks like I think that's an anime sort of situation. Um, and then we have still laugh, uh, laughing. And there's a there's a uh, there's a dash between the laugh and in, uh, which makes me hate this immediately. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of like an award show for like comedians. I don't know. It looks. I'm not gonna lie, it looks stupid. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
shout out to you guys for <laughs> putting that out. <laughs> I don't want to disparage you too much. Okay, uh, then we have uh, Good Sam, uh, which uh, I've heard about this. Do, do you know the woman? Have you ever watched the The Good Place? No. <sighs> Highly, that's one of my favorite shows because it has to do with uh, philosophy a lot. But anyways, I'm just getting sidetracked. Um, Good Samaritan. Uh, I think the lead actress on there is she plays a role on. Um, on the, the good, good place. place. Yeah. Okay. Um, it didn't really look like a movie that would interest me, but uh, but I thought I'd at least mention it. <laughs> yeah. If it's uh, if one day I happen to catch it, if I'm, you know when I watch a lot of movies that I wouldn't normally watch mm. when I'm like on the treadmill or the elliptical at the gym. Mm. Yeah. So uh, if this I can't, movie I can't do that, dude. I ever, can't. I can't pay attention when I'm really? on the fucking treadmill. I don't know why. I have like ADD. As I get a little bit older, like I used to have to like listen to like like upbeat high tempo music yeah now i'm shifting more towards like ted talks and podcasts or like comedy no because then, then i get too into the thing and like <clears throat> but then i put it for like, me that's the point like i want to be like so immersed in listening to that the you conversation running, discussion yeah. that i forget i'm running and the next yeah. thing i know like three four miles have gone by and i'm like oh fuck yeah no so good about myself but so that I don't know, my brain is fucking wired to just not do what I wanted to do. <laughs> my brain is wired to just do the complete opposite. Like I'll be on a treadmill watching something because I try to watch a couple Game of Thrones episode while I was on the treadmill, and I just I got so far into it that I just was like, "Stop the fucking treadmill! I want to watch this yeah, thing." Watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, 1994 limited series. Uh, looks like that's uh, some sort of documentary. Um. It was in. Uh, uh, it was in Spanish, uh, so I didn't really understand exactly what was going on. I need, dude. I I need a, I I. It's my goal this summer to learn Spanish, like actually learn it, not just in the context of oh, I learned some words that I'm gonna remember for three days and I'm yeah. gonna forget, but no, to like to actually, actually learn the language, be able yeah. to fucking use. I mean, because the in the next three to five years, you know, yeah, dude, I, we're I gonna mean, need look, to know that shit. Yeah, it's fucking like adapt or fucking die, dude. Like honestly. Yeah, uh, and I mean, at the same time, it, it's it's a beautiful language, language I want to learn. Um, you know, so many people are immersed in it. And it's crazy that in every other country in the world or most other countries, uh, people speak multiple languages, right? Uh, I think on average, you know, throughout S- South America, Europe, Asia, uh, people speak on average two to three languages, right? Mm-hmm. Here in the U.S., it's, it's just fucking what? It's well, just, I mean, that's because English is fucking, it's so fucking, it, you know, you know how you get a people to like buy into your shit is just by like making your shit their shit. Right. True. It's just yeah. like by, yeah. Like, Hey, what language do you speak? Uh, I forget that. Uh, English. That's that's what you want to speak. That's what makes the girl world go round. Like it's, it's like, yeah, it's colonization. Every, it really is. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah. depending on how this, uh, th- this, uh, trade agreement with China goes, you know, <laughs> we have to learn Cantonese now. Because uh, no, with how, how prices much... Prices are about to go way yeah, the fuck up. I'm yeah. about to be on Alibaba. <laughs> like, fuck Amazon. What's up with Alibaba? Can I can I place an order? Jesus Christ. All right, moving on. All right, we got uh, Chip and Potato, which is a kid's cartoon. Uh, it's Bruno, which is uh, it's a it's sort of comedy thing about uh, a guy and his dog. It looked kind of funny. Um, it's got uh, some some people that uh, I think you, you'd recognize. Uh, we have Maria, which I believe is uh, a thing about the it was a Maria hurricane or something. I don't know. Uh, I didn't get to see, get a chance to sit uh, see the um, uh, trailer for it. Um, 
Then we have Mori para contar. I don't think I said that right at all. Uh, and then we have Nailed It season three. Um, See you yesterday. The Rain season two. Uh, well intended love. And then White Gold season two. That's uh, that's what we got coming out on streaming this week. Okay. Um, uh, let's talk about trailers. Um, we missed a couple of trailers while uh, while we've been gone. Uh, first, we have the Spider Man Far From Home. What do you think about the full trailer now that you know it could? Did you not see it? Yeah, I didn't see it. I'm not gonna lie. Holy to shit, it. bro! So what the fuck? I know that Far, uh, far From Home. Here's is where a, Rain tries to just bullshit his way through. No, no, no bullshit. Not seeing it. Okay. No bullshit. <laughs> so, I didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, I know that's. I know that it's important, right? It it is the final piece of this twenty two film puzzle, right? It's that, what's that going Marvel's to launch the other. It's going to it's what's going to kick us into phase four. It's the last episode, I think, in, or last episode because this is one giant fucking TV show. Yeah, uh, it's the last it's last installment film of in uh, the first phase. Uh, uh, or is, is this phase, phase one three. that we're no, ending? No, no, no it's phase, phase three. three. Yeah. Okay, it's the last installment of Phase Three. Uh, Spider Man's Far From Home. Um, Spiders Man. Did I say Spiders Man? <laughs> that's that's the sickness. You, you hear it in my voice. The last um, Spider Man sounds like some adult trying to talk, <laughs> like some old person who doesn't know anything about it. Spiders Man's. But you know what? I honestly have no interest in this I, movie. I, I didn't I'll have any interest until yeah. I have to. Yeah. Right. It's uh, like, cause I can't not, but it's, finish. it was, it was hard to market this movie because it's like, how can you really market it in a genuine way until Endgame comes out? And then you can kind of go all, all in with the marketing. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, it, are they marketing? Cause I haven't seen any fucking I mean, they came out with this trailer that we're talking about. So <laughs> I feel like that's some marketing. So, yeah. They were just like, some you know, put together a trailer. Like, r- real Why quick. do you always have to point there? <laughs> can, can, can you do that today? Can you put, put together a, just a quick one minute trailer? Just yeah. footage, just put yeah. it together. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I just really have no interest in this movie, but again, it is a final installment. So yeah. I have to see it. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters though. I, th- I can wait for it. Um, right? I can wait for no, it. No, I'll see it in theaters. I'll do it. I mean, I, I like at this point, Marvel. Uh, you know, we're. <laughs> oh, I'll see it during the matinee. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> will I go to? I, I will not see it in IMAX. Yeah. Uh, will, will I I'm go good. to? No, no. Fuck IMAX. No, uh, give me lower the definition if it lowers the ticket price. <laughs> see it four twenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll watch it in in one of the back rooms with like fifteen other people and only eight seats. I'll, I'll, not, if it, I have to stand up, uh, but you know, it's not even a projector. It's just an actual TV. <laughs> I'll stand at the very front of the theater and just look up at the bits as long as. As long as like, I get half up. You know what the last movie I saw up you in the front? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I was about to say. What? <laughs> fucking theater did you go to? No. The, uh, um, where I sat in the front of the theater was uh, Fast and Furious a Tokyo Drift? Six. No, 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 not at all. I, didn't, I did not go to the theaters to see something. Yo, whoever went and saw it. May God help your soul. Whoever went to see May Christ Tokyo help Drift. your soul. In Holy theaters. shit. Do you know <laughs> the worst investment? I bet every single one of those people 
they were all going to be early investors in Amazon. Yeah, and then they pulled out. And they were like, nah, let's go see Tokyo Drift. <laughs> now oh, they're like, shit. fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. That was not uh, well advised, even remotely, yeah, like horrible. by any by any stretch of the imagination. Um, uh, but yeah, I saw Fast and Furious Six in the front, of, and it was the worst experience ever. What I, happened I in Fast and it, Furious Six again? That was the one where they uh, they start working with Hobbs instead of like that was okay. the one just after Hobbs like tried to get them in. Um, I think they were in Cuba or Puerto Rico. Where were they? They were in. I think uh, they were somewhere, like Puerto Rico somewhere in in South America. Um, if I'm even getting that right, I don't know if they were were they were they in Mexico. I don't know because I don't know. In, in one, they I, were. I, in, I'm going to embarrass myself in immediately. One, they were in Brazil. I think that was Fast Five when they were in Brazil and they robbed the like, yeah. Brazilian drug dealer. So that's what I'm talking about. Fast Six. So that was Brazil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that was yeah. okay. You're right. So in the one that followed the one that they were in Brazil. Yeah. Where they were in Europe and they were chasing the guy with the little yeah. fast car. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and I actually love fast six. I thought, I thought was that really was good. the, that was the last good one that they did. Seven was tragic. And I, and I, and, I, and I, the only reason why I'm chucking it up to it being terrible, uh, I'm chucking that up to Paul Walker, obviously passing before the movie was finished. But I think it was going to be a disaster either way. I think, yeah, I, <laughs> I think whether or not he actually was going to be, you know, finished the movie. There out, was no way that it was just tragic seven how good. terrible that yeah. movie was. Yeah, uh, Fast Eight. That really showed how terrible these movies yeah. have gotten. It, it was, um, it, it was more humorous than I've seen other movies. Like other movies that have been very serious. I think Fast Eight was like, let's make him laugh a little bit, you know, because this shit, because uh, this shit has to. We can't take dropping eight cars <laughs> out of plane forty five thousand feet in the air. We can't take no, that actually, serious. That was, Let's make it funny. That was seven, though. I think it was when when they dropped them out of the planes. No, no, that was that was seven because Paul Walker was still in that one. That was seven. I promise you, that was seven. that was seven. Eight was with because um, I remember that was uh, when Paul Walker was like he was running on the like the bus as it was going over the yep, cliff yep. and shit. Eight yeah. was the one with like Charlize Theron where she was. Yeah. The super villain, yeah, 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 and she yeah. had the fucking plane that never landed. Uh, who was, is like who's hey, do, who's refueling? It? It's upsetting me as we're talking about it. Let's not talk about it anymore. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, hey, what next... are the gas prices for? Like, you have to work. <laughs> like, you can't take a day off. If you're a super villain who lives on yeah, a plane that yeah. never lands, you, you literally have to. have to make every plan work. Even because if, yeah. if it doesn't. You're you, not going you to be to afford land. your life. Yeah. And then if you land, you're easily just going to get arrested. Yeah. So, so every morning you wake up, you're like, fuck. Fuck. Right, uh, here we go again. We have to uh, steal more uh, cryptocurrency. And these assholes are going to try to stop me because they have no fucking sympathy whatsoever yeah, for my hard life. That's a stressful life. life. Why don't really just get a, uh, Yeah, just get a, just get a 95. Yeah, yeah, just go work at Kinko's. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Yeah. That's it. It's okay. Stress. <laughs> um, okay, so Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, it looks pretty cool from the trailer. Actually, I, I had a lot more respect for this trailer than I did the first one. And I think that's obviously because they're able to talk about some spoilers, which they did something kind of cool. They, it's Tom Holland. He comes on first and he's like, Hey guys, if you guys haven't watched Endgame, don't watch the trailer. It's going to have spoilers in it. Deuces. Um, so that was pretty cool. I think that's, that's, I think that's something that we'll see a lot more. Like I noticed that with uh, the movie, uh, Tolkien, which I don't believe I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Tolkien, I believe, is how they pronounce it. I'm not going to do that. I think you're ruining the movie <laughs> as you speak. But nonetheless, uh, so uh, he comes on first, and then he says that, and then the trailer starts. 
Um, yeah, it, it takes you a little bit more into Mysterio. Uh, you get a little bit more of Jake Played Gyllenhaal. Played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you also uh, see, obviously, the aftermath of uh, Endgame. Um, so, yeah, it made me a little more curious about the movie. Then. Yeah. Um, Where was fucking Mysterio during this whole Endgame show? Well, actually, just- no. So the reason why he's there is because of Endgame, meaning that like uh, he's not apparently supposed to be our dimension, like the dimension we're in with the whole our, the Marvel Universe. The yeah. dimension that is like our main dimension. He's he comes from a different dimension apparently. Ah, yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I like that. So ah, fuck what, it. I might well, watch this well, what's pretty dope is uh, so I was reading up on Mysterio a little bit, and he's apparently supposed to be like a, a supervillain. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what angle they're gonna try to take because yeah. I, from what I understand, like he's supposed to like he's, I think sometimes he spends some time as like a good guy, and then. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know exactly. He's the played whole story, different sides, sides throughout the yeah. what I recall from both the comic books and the animated Spider-Man series, where sometimes he is, you know, supervillain. Sometimes he does work with Spider-Man. Yeah. If there's somebody else trying to fuck up what they got going. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I watched the trailer after okay. we record this. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, next up, we've got, um, uh, Watchmen. Did you see that trailer? Yep. For HBO. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Usually I'm all about not giving too much away in the trailer, but this was just a weird trippy trailer that I didn't really understand. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. I didn't understand why they kept, what was the phrase that they kept yelling or, um, fuck. They were just like tick tock, tick tock or yep. some shit like that. Yep. Uh, and I just, I, I didn't I think get it. Was it. Something else other than, was it like tick tock, tick tock and something else? No, but I, I, I do don't. remember the tick tock thing. I like the fact that this trailer again really confuses you because um, that the character that's really being highlighted throughout yeah, is, the show uh, is Rorschach. Rorschach. Yeah, uh, he is not, uh, you know, a surface level character, right? Yeah, um, I think he's a character that, I, what from what I recall from the Watchmen movie, that uh, he's he is very mysterious in himself, right? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't expect these trailers to tell you exactly what's going to happen. I think you're going to need to watch episode one for the trailers to make sense. I'm yeah. still really interested in seeing this. No, I, I am too, but I just didn't, uh, I, I didn't enjoy the fact that we didn't get to see like anything like, yeah. in terms of like what the, and I guess it's a teaser trailer. So perhaps they'll put out another one that sort of more fully explains. Uh, but anyways, um, we got a trailer today for actually black mirror season five, which, uh, I don't think you've seen any of the, uh, the black mirror, none, um, which is, uh, just honestly, I, I, I don't even know what to is say. Is the show that good? It's that good. It, it's it's the equivalent of like there are some episodes of it that are kind of like eh, but they're anthology, so it's like yo, you can watch any literally any of the episodes and yeah, you're fine. You know, there's no like sequence to it. There's no uh, sequence to it. You can watch literally any season, any episode, and you're not missing a thing. The only thing that I would recommend doing is not starting with season one, episode one, because it's the weirdest of, not the weirdest, but it's. It's the one that's most off-putting of all the episodes, yeah. Which is ironic because it's the first episode of the series. Off-putting uh, in just the, like it, the, it, it the may content, turn you off to the rest of the, the series. content doesn't fall in line necessarily with what this series as a whole has been about. Okay, so I can skip that. You can and really not miss anything. I would recommend watching it at some point in time, but not don't start with that. Just start with literally any other episode. Yeah, but that that's one, funny. That yeah. 
I've never heard that advice about any other show ever. But this is a very unique type of show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would say it's like the Twilight Zone, but for our generation. Still very. Although t- technically, the Twilight Zone is back with yeah. Jordan Peele, but yeah. still. Uh, yeah. Has there been any? Is that out yet? Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't watched anything of it. I haven't watched yeah. any of it either. I, I wonder what the. Uh, if, I, I may go out and find an episode to watch. Just, yeah, I, I want to watch it. Yeah, I just, watch it. so I, and I don't on, like scary shit. I'm on but a kick I want to see what he has put together. Yeah, I, I'm on a kick to uh, this year to. Uh, so obviously, I said I'm watching Power right now. <clears throat> I'm on a goal this year to watch like every show that is of any note in 2019. So that by when we go to talk about it at the end of yeah. the year, I have a full breadth of knowledge about like every show that everybody's like talking about. But you got to watch them in Spanish, too. No, I don't. Cause no, you, I don't. I, no, your goal is I'm to learn, learn Spanish. Spanish to <laughs> immerse yourself. Oh, that's true. That might help. That might help with my Spanish. Yeah, you're right. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. that, <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be... Abandon ship immediately. <laughs> All right. We're fucking back from fucking... Technical difficulties. Holy we, shit. We were in the abyss. Jesus Christ. We were <laughs> fucking lost, there. dude. We were fucking lost. Well, we're back now. No worries. No harm. No fucking foul. Uh, okay. Um, there were a couple yeah. more trailers that I wanted to dig into. The Midsummer I kind of forgot two. where we were for a second. That's fine. We were talking about Black Mirror. No need. <laughs> you didn't watch it anyways. <laughs> uh, Midsummer trailer came out this past week. Uh, looks scary as shit. I'll definitely go check that out from the guy who made uh, uh, Hereditary. Um it chapter two. Holy fuck. Uh, that looked somewhat terrifying. Nah. It didn't? What? I didn't think the first movie was even... I didn't even see it. I need to see it. What? Yeah. Once you see it, you're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like, and I don't say that to hate on the movie. I thought, um, I mean, I thought the character, the costume design was great. I thought the acting was, uh, you know, f- for the children and, and the person who played like the it monster. Yeah. I thought, I thought they they all did good. Yeah. It was just this movie just didn't hit the nail on the head. It, like after you're watching, after you watch it, and you realize that this is not the scary it that yeah, that, that we watched. When we yeah, were this is more like the, you know, the PG thirteen version. The, the PG thirteen. You know, let's not offend any particular <laughs> group. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it feels like. This movie was walking on eggshells. The mm. first one was like, oh, let's not be too too much horror, too much blood and gore. Yeah. Let's not kill too many kids because, you know. But, dude, that, that fucking trailer. People are sensitive about with, that. Uh, Jessica Chastain with the uh, the thing, like, you knew it was the thing the entire time, whatever the it monster is. Mm-hmm. And it's like whenever it goes to, like, the back room, you can see it kind of dancing around in the back. That shit was terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah, I, so. Maybe this is coming from a perspective of like because I've seen the first movie and yeah. I know that this movie is not scary. Seeing scary moments in the trailer, to oh, me it's like, not. Uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of whatever. Yeah, All right, fair I, enough. I know. Hey, get 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 from back there. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you over there. <laughs> if I see a red balloon anywhere, yeah. I'm just like, all right, come out, come out. I know you're fucking here. You know that that's how come, I feel about. Come, uh, let me see your face. That's how I feel about Child's Play. You know how they have Child's Play coming out. Like when you see little Chucky, you're just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> sit down, sit, sit the fuck down. <laughs> um, okay, and then I, I watched the trailer for. Uh, it's called Beats. It's uh, it stars uh, Anthony. Um, I want to say Anthony Hamilton, but that's wrong, right? That's the singer, Anthony Anderson. Anderson, yeah. Yes. I don't know why I want to say Hamilton so bad, uh, but uh, but yeah, it stars him. That looks like a pretty interesting. You, you movie. look like Anthony Hamilton. Shut the fuck up! No, I don't. Yeah, you do. You you have that like 
that like uh that your facial hair it's not like full <laughs> it's like patchy he clearly has full facial no, no, hair no he's always had like the patchy facial anthony hair. uh anderson anthony hamilton oh i don't I, that, the, you know the singer he? he sings that song like charlene oh fuck you come yeah. home yeah yeah to me. You can fuck I, right I, off. I can't sing you, shit. You can't. Uh, that, which is why you should stop immediately. Um, okay. <laughs> no, he, he was a he was a good looking guy. He just had the patchy uh, the patchy facial hair. Yeah, I don't look. It, it's okay. It's coming in. No, it's not. As I'm as I'm turning into my mid thirties, it's yeah, coming in. When when you're over the age of thirty, if it's not there, you're not gonna get it. That's false. My brother. Unless you get like really. Rogaine for men's facial hair, where they take your, <laughs> your the hair from between your yeah. ass cheeks. Yeah, I gotta and do whatever. Uh, face. Whatever. Uh, 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 what's his uh, name is um, who uh, Curry whatever st- uh, Steph Curry did what he did? Yeah. did does he have a beard now now he has a beard he has that like weird ginger beard <laughs> that, no one likes that shit <laughs> alright moving on <laughs> <laughs> alright look let's just fucking jump into it I know you're not feeling too well so we're gonna try to get you out of here at a, at a reasonable feel time feel like shit but we yeah. gotta talk Sorry. thrones holy shit dude uh, I got five on it damn it's too bad we can't use the music yeah, no, it's uh, I got a fucking copyright claim every time, uh, which is to be expected. I mean, it is their shit, but still, let it, let's do what we do. Let us rock. Yeah, and I guess a copyright claim isn't that bad, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want any. I don't no like seeing it. No one's buying. If anything, this free promo, <laughs> uh, with the exception of it, just had free promo with uh, the movie Us. All the Fuck free promo no, they could no. handle. Yeah. Give us the give. Actually, give, probably give not free promo because they probably spent some money. Well, no, yeah, they paid to get for the that rights. Shit. Yeah. yeah. We clearly didn't, uh, nor are we going to. So, uh, what if you were like a, a musician and you went to see a movie and you heard your song in the movie and and you didn't get a, get a check? You're oh like, no, no, definitely in lawyer's office, oh. nine a.m. Monday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm ruining the movie for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Iron Man dies. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, what the fuck? And I'm like, the, the black people survive. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I, I wasn't expecting that. No one paid me. No one paid me. So, you know, this fuck is what you, you get. <laughs> All right. Um, let's fucking get into it. Uh, our, our I got five segment, uh, which is our five things about the uh, current episode or the last episode of uh, Game of Thrones season eight. Uh, this last episode was the penultimate uh, episode of uh, Game of Thrones. It's uh, the Bells. Appropriately uh, named because of the uh, uh, the details, obviously in the episode uh, that that clearly had to do with the the bells. Um, let's just jump right into that shit. I I want to hear everything that you have to say because I am going to go so far in on this episode, uh, but probably not in the way that people. Okay. Maybe maybe in the way that people are expecting. Since okay, so before I get into my five things, like, sure. it's gonna be hard for me to. Talk about Game of Thrones without addressing some of the uh, the controversy and the hearsay and just the bullshit that's been going on around uh, the show. Now you're you're starting to see what I'm saying. Yeah. So and you said this in earlier uh, recordings, and to me it just didn't hit yet. But yeah. now I'm really seeing seeing it. it yeah. Uh, there's a online petition right now. Uh, to have season to eight have redone season there. eight redone because yeah. people don't like the writing. Of um, for the writers for Game of Thrones because I think they're at the point now where the books have not gone. Uh, so so they're, they're, can I can I can I can I pause yeah, you here real in, quick? Okay, this is stupid for a number of reasons, but the chief reason uh, of which is 
they act as if these haven't been the writers since day one. And then two, you act as if George R. R. Martin was just like, ah, the books are done. Uh, I don't, I can't fucking help you guys now. Yeah. Like what the, like, like uh, out of anything, uh, we don't know what you, we're doing. We're just going to fuck everything up. Like, wouldn't you think that that would make him more involved in the writing process? And, and then on top of that, how involved did you think he was in the writing process? He clearly was not in the fucking writer's room. Like, Hey guys, you know what? That, that line doesn't work for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm going to have to veto that line. No, he's like, they're, they're the, game of Thrones is their fucking work. They clearly adapted his work. Right. Um, so, they go to him for notes saying, Hey, where are the big plot points? Where, where is this story going overall? Right. Yeah. And then it's up to them to get there on to their tell own. The story exactly. Along the way. Um, so they've been telling the fucking story all the, along the way. Of course they had the books as a, as a guidepost, um, for the first five seasons. Um, but you act as if they haven't gone to him for notes thereafter, as if they've just been, ah, fuck it. Like, let's just yeah. make this shit up. Uh, now, as we if George R.R. R. Martin was the one who came out and said that he doesn't like season eight. Then, and, okay. And then, right, okay. You got then, it. Then I will say, all right, you know what? Maybe this, you know, the creator of the show, the writer of the books, uh, if he comes out and says it, I'm going to say, you know, he has a valid point, right? Yeah. There's a reason why he's coming out and saying this. Uh, maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's onto something, right? Sure. But if it's 50,000 assholes who come out and say, <laughs> oh, uh, let's, let's start an online petition. We don't yeah. like it, right? And the reason is, it's because the show is not giving the fans exactly what they want in And so I had this conversation in the group chat with a, with a few friends of mine and they're like, I wanted to see Cersei die like a bloody violent death. And I was like, that's what you wanted. That's not the way the story was written. That's not the way the story is going to be told. The writers gave Cersei, the the writers gave the fans the death of Cersei that we all knew was coming, but not in the way that we expected. But I I think it was still done tastefully. My friend. I gotta fucking drop a fucking bomb hey, for you. Hey, I needed, hey, I needed a bomb hey, on that. Hey, one. say that, say that a little I louder, so the fucking people in the uh, the the if you're a the true last Game of Thrones fan, yeah. mm-hmm. you appreciate what's happened. You were given what you wanted, but not in the way that you expected. And that's that's the that's to me the, the telling of a good writer, a good storyline. It's like if if I wanted a certain way and you give it to me a certain way, did you really challenge me in any way? No. Yeah. Now. If I wanted something, you gave it to me, but in a way that I didn't even see coming, in a, in a way that I couldn't have imagined, that's when I'm like, okay, you know what, Th- this is good. Yeah. Could Cersei have gotten her head chopped off? Sure, but yeah. that would have been too easy. You know, we just saw Masande get her head chopped off. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen Ned Stark get his head chopped off. So many people have gotten their heads chopped off, right? Yeah. Too easy. Uh, could she have been burned alive by Danny's dragon? Sure. Again, seems too easy for you know for that to happen. Yeah. There's a reason why Danny didn't just fly up to the tower to begin with and burn her alive. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Um. So all of this online chatter of fans talking about reshoot the entire season and they don't like the writing. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. uh, do us all a favor and shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. So that's what happens when something you care for is coming to an end. You begin to criticize with everything every, with every, every single show uh, that's ever existed. This has happened with uh, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Sopranos. Uh, Sopranos was the most yeah. notable. People which hated the people Sopranos ending. Were 
did my TV, did my TV, did, uh, you watched the ending of Sopranos? No, no, I didn't. You didn't, okay. Right. But I know that it was one of the most hated edits. People were like, to it. did my TV malfunction? Do I have to, like, do I have to call Comcast? Because I think my cable just went out. Like, uh, with the way Sopranos went out, it was just, did you watch any of the Sopranos? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. As, if as far as I understand, it, it was you. like a hard stop. Right? It was a hard stop. And it, but if you think about the fucking, and, and I'll explain, I, I'm going to, I'm going to save that for when I, <laughs> for when I jump into the fold, I'll let you continue. Okay. So again, all the people on the internet with all your bullshit petitions and, and you're bad mouthing the show, you know, I get it. I'm afraid too. I'm a little bit scared of a world where there's no, <laughs> un, where, where there's not another episode coming. Yeah. Right, that's, that's a scary world to live in. Sure, you know, or the, the knowing that there's not another season coming. You know, yeah. I'm frightened too. But what I'm not gonna do is pretend like I haven't loved every single fucking season up until now. Right, yeah. I haven't loved every episode of season eight. I don't think there's been a bad episode yet. Maybe some episodes didn't go the way I anticipated. Maybe some episodes, you know, maybe I didn't love. And you're not gonna love every song on on your favorite album. You're not going to love every episode (laughs) of your favorite TV series. But at the end of the day, the writing is great. The acting is great. The story is great. This is the same great Game of Thrones that we've come to love. And I think when it's all said and done, when this final episode is done, we're going to love it. And people are going to, oh, you know what? It it was such a, it it was great. I think history will look back kindly on, on Game of Thrones as a whole. People will clearly you know, say what they say about both season seven and eight. Um, but again, I'll, I'll, I'll get to, I'll get to my analysis of everybody's, not only game of Thrones, the, this episode, the bells, but also everybody's reaction to it. Uh, I'll let you dive into what you think about the actual episode. Okay. So I'm going to give you my five things really quickly. Um, my first thing, obviously the, the episode started out with, uh, it, it was very Varys heavy, right? Yeah, uh, it started out with uh, you know John returning home, John, uh, his walk on the beach and the conversation he had with Varys, which Tyrion oversaw. Uh, clearly, Varys was telling John that that's some fucking hearing that Tyrion has. Because yeah. how the fuck did he? How did he know what they were talking <laughs> about? He could have been like, "Hey, did you eat a bagel this morning?" Yeah. <laughs> how uh, do you know? How did you sleep? <laughs> how was your travel? <laughs> I like your shirt. You know anything? But Tyrion just fucking knew, right? You know, yeah. Um, so, Varys, you know, and, and the reason I like Varys's character is he's always wanted what's best for the kingdom. He's never been uh, particularly loyal to any king or queen. He wants what's best for the seven kingdoms. Uh, and you have to respect someone like that because they're never going to put one person over the many, yeah. right? Uh, so, he was basically telling John that I think... Well, I know that you're the right, rightful heir to the throne, and I think that though you may not want it, though you may not feel you're prepared for it, you're the best person to sit in it. And uh, I'm getting frustrated with John because, particularly in this episode, because it's like he came all this way just to pretty much be like, I don't even know what to call it. It's like he he came this far, but he's not going to finish the race. You know, he's he's resigned to just being told what to do. At this point, he's just a soldier in her army, right? Well, I the the reason why I think that is is because she basically served him with, you know, the long night. 
So that's why I think he feels he has to return the favor of just like, look, I don't really agree with everything that's fucking happening here, but fuck it. Like she did me as fucking solid. We're all literally alive because of her. Yeah. So, but like throughout the entire series, he's had a moral compass, right? Where mm-hmm. he knows right from wrong. And, and it seems like in this particular season uh, or in the last couple episodes, he has uh, dialed back on that moral compass and he's now just he has very a, comfortable with no, being no, told. He, he's actually adhering to his moral compass because his compass points towards loyalty. That This is what got Ned Stark killed. This is what got uh, Rob killed in a way, you know, was uh, having a word and then sticking to it. If, if, Ned had been smarter. He wouldn't have been so trusting a fucking little finger uh, or anybody in that scenario. And he would have played it much smarter than he did. If Rob was more skeptical of his surroundings, you know, more less trusting of others. Yeah. Then he would have avoided that whole thing with um, uh, uh, what's his the, name? With um, uh, the Frey. The, the Walter, Walter Frey. Yep. Um, so and, and I understand that. Right. But sure. what's happening here is he's being loyal to a fault. Mm-hmm. where but that's his character right yeah. is like so for instance at, at the end of season seven we're all like fucking john just fucking don't pledge to anybody's don't say you pledge to fucking Daenerys. yeah and cersei would have fucking rode up north with you like you know what i mean but he had to do it because he has to be a man of honor you know yeah so again we we saw it a little bit and like he's had certain slight faults throughout True. his um his storyline but now we're seeing the why that's kind of bad <laughs> of all of that right yeah. when you when you're loyal to a fault to a person who you know may not have the right intentions and you lead that person's army into battle or person you're unsure of. the person you're unsure of you're unsure of their intentions you're unsure of their their reason you're unsure if she's fit to truly sit on the iron throne you have your doubts yeah right and then you lead this person's army into battle that's that's fault that that's a fault right you know you're loyal which is great but it's a character flaw, right? So the episode opens up with his, uh, Jon Snow and Varys' conversation. Ultimately, Tyrion uh, hears about it. And I, and I think Tyrion is clearly just trying to get back into Cersei's, uh, I'm sorry, um, into Daenerys's good graces. So yeah. he goes and tells her nice that. Freudian slipped her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, well, you know, who knows whose good graces he's yeah. trying to get back into, right? Yeah. So he goes and tells Daenerys that someone's betrayed you and. Um, I love, I absolutely love the scene with Varys in in his cell writing the uh, writing the note. Right? Yeah, and, I don't think he was in his cell, but or not I, I think in his chambers. Just, yeah, he was in his ditch. Here, he, uh, here's a weird theory: is, is that Varys was actually secretly trying to poison Daenerys. So yeah, yeah, the little girl. Right? If you yeah. really go back and listen to what they say in that conversation, he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the little girl's working in the kitchen, and she comes to tell Varys that Daenerys won't eat, and that Daenerys' guards are watching her, mm-hmm. right? And Varys, you know, tells her that, you know, if you, you know, the things with the greatest reward come with the highest risk, or or no risk, no reward, something to that nature, right? And he tells her to, you know, keep essentially trying. Yeah. keep trying, go back to the kitchen, right? So I didn't catch that at first, but I did some reading online, and, yeah. and that was brought to my attention. And I mean, I, I kind of thought that, like, I, I didn't think that at first but it, I, I it wasn't out of the realm of possibility because Varys is like fuck I don't give a shit like I'll I'll do whatever for the, yeah for you know the kingdom um but but I did maybe, think that was that was a, a ma- that was a great little piece that they put in there which most people 
you know, you were not going to catch that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's something that. But yeah. uh, again, I, I think to me, it just shows really good. How far he'll go. Writing, how far Varys will go. So that character development, like we learned a lot about Varys in just this one episode uh, just before he died, right? It's consistent, though. We saw character. how loyal he is to the kingdom yeah. for actually going to Jon Snow and, and basically telling him not to necessarily betray Daenerys, but to uh, make his claim for the throne. We saw how much he is willing to stick with his beliefs no matter what the cost. And yeah. we saw what it cost him. It cost him his life at the end of, uh, at the beginning of the episode, right? Yeah. At the end of his day, the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so I really loved what they did with his character. And they fulfilled the, uh, the, the prophecy, not prophecy, but uh, the prediction was fulfilled, right? And Melisandre yeah. says to Varys at the beginning of season seven, um, when she links them up with uh, Jon Snow, um, she says, you, you're going to die in a strange land just like me. And yeah. Varys looks at her like, what? <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Damn, I didn't make yeah. that connection. Very yeah, true. yeah. So, you know, that's my first thing. I love how the, I love how the episode started, right? Yeah. Um, I love what they did with Varys' character. He didn't die for no reason. Uh, you know, he, he was right at the end of the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, Tyrion not necessarily betrayed him, but Tyrion was Yeah, I didn't really see it as a betrayal, death. dude. Like, I didn't really see it as like... Because Tyrion knew that Varys was ultimately going, going to, to do that, betray yeah. Daenerys and they pledged their oath to her. So if you know your boy, or if you know your boy is about to betray your other homeboy, But right? it's kind of yeah. bullshit, right? Tyrion snitches clearly on Varys, but then he just goes and lets Jaime out. Exactly. That's so, kind of bullshit. So, <laughs> so towards the end of the episode... Um, I really did begin to question if Tyrion at this point knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> because yeah. you, you get Varys killed, yeah. um, you, you get him executed, only to go and free your brother, right? Which you know is probably going to get you killed. Exactly. Um, and 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 is a betrayal. <laughs> we all knew that Jamie was not going to go and tell Cersei to ring the bells, or Jamie was not going to... No. And, and Tyrion was clearly waiting for Jamie to uh, climb that... Uh, that that tower and you know he was looking for Jamie no, no, to ring he, that he bell, was, I think he was looking for a way for the war not to be like oh like he knew what it was and it, what I loved about that whole sequence there was two things I loved about that whole sequence of Tyrion freeing Jamie um one I loved the fact that he's basically just keeps telling Jamie they're gonna fall it's it's going to happen and you're thinking damn like does he know something we don't like yeah. this but then you think to yourself she does have a fucking dragon like but we haven't seen her up until this point we really haven't seen her use her dragons too strategically it's yeah. always been kind of like ah they come through with a fire but also they can fucking you know shoot those spiders out of nowhere and 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 plug those uh dragons up um the second thing i love about it man that i almost shed a fucking tear man yeah, so, so Jamie were saying their goodbyes. So Holy my my shit. second my second thing was that um the scene between Jamie and Tyrion, uh, I mean, these two characters have been very close for a very long time. So not only are their characters in the show close, right? Yeah, uh, you, you get a sense that these two these two men do genuinely have great chemistry on film. And off the film, right? Yeah. Or and then and off camera. Yeah. Uh, and it, it really translated in this particular scene, where Tyrion is basically telling Jamie, like, "I wouldn't have survived my survived my childhood if it wasn't for you." Dude, like, 
like you are the reason I'm alive. You are the only person who's ever loved me that I've ever loved back. And and um, this is some some shit that people say that like it sounds a little you know, whatever, but like you know like men aren't really allowed to like display affection towards affection one another. towards like, especially like when it's not in a like a like when it's just like literally just like love not there's nothing else to it there's just like hey i have a love for you like and with the performance by peter dinklage in that in that moment was just fucking so touching dude like yeah. he was just like and then you, you hear him like choking up a little bit and jamie's like choking up yeah and they're both like fuck and like, they both, oh they my both god it hit me hard man push through the emotion to like, oh. stay in character deliver their lines uh but to do it there's so much emotion there yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I absolutely love that scene. Like, yeah. it it was hard not to, you know, get, uh-huh. get a little got, water. I got a little misty. Eye. I got a little misty. <laughs> I got a little. I got a little one of those. Uh, let me there's something in my eye, right? <laughs> so, you know, again for me, that goes back to, you know, like, what was this all for, right? You yeah. know, all the times we've seen Jamie rescue Tyrion, all the times we've seen, uh, we, we've we've seen their relationship grow and change in so many different ways. Right. And now we're in season eight. It's all about to come to an end. You kind of want to see some of these characters have their either their final moments or see the the, the accumulation of what their relationship truly mean. And we saw that here. Tyrion knew that if he Tyrion knew that like if he let Jamie escape, this would more than likely be the last time he would ever see his brother. Right. Yeah. So it's like I can let my brother stay here and be a prisoner. Maybe Daenerys will kill him. Maybe not. Or I could let him go be with my sister and likely die together. I, I think he really was hoping that they would escape. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so, too. The, the boat, he knew the boat would be there. Yeah. He was hoping that they would make it off of, uh, yeah. out of King's Landing. The world's greatest smuggler, Davos. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> was supposed to get them a boat and shit. Well, I mean, the boat yeah. was there. You know, yeah. Tyrion said the boat would be there, and there was a boat there. He just didn't expect Euron to be there as well. Which was stupid. I did, did, should, uh, Euron definitely should have just died on the fucking, uh, uh, on, on his ship. When, yeah. When it got blown up by Daenerys. But, it, it, like there's no use for fucking Euron at that point. No use. Yeah. But but again, I did like I think that was a that, that was a good challenge that because it couldn't be it wouldn't have been that easy. Jamie can't just escape and then just get there find to the Cersei. Boat, get to but Cersei. at least have Euron like maybe he's already there at the keep. Maybe he made it back somehow. But like for him to come out of the water at the exact time that Jamie yeah, that was, was kind of bullshit. Kinda like, All right, cool. like, this nigga could swim. Right? <laughs> God damn. I mean, he's an ironborn, right? Yeah. What is dead may never die. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's some Michael Phelps type shit. Um, yeah, fair enough. But no, anyway. But I did think it was a it was a good obstacle for Jamie to overcome. Sure. And how he got he got stabbed like twice in My both dude, livers. Holy shit! What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I think he punctured a lung too. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> he twisted an ankle. He had a headache. Uh, God damn! I don't think he ate lunch that day. Yeah, and then, it's not like uh, King's Landing is a small city. It's a massive. Yeah, city. Yeah, this dude's fucking hiking miles, and yeah. this yeah. is like you know, fuck it. He definitely anything was, for Cersei. He, yeah, that was like a ten k that he did. Yeah. Jesus, he Christ. did a decathlon. That was a decathlon that he with did with that heavy fucking brick hand and a sword. And it's not. They didn't have. Fucking ultra boost running shoes. They didn't have. 
they had the Yeezys. New Balance. <laughs> any of that shit. They had fucking uh, Timberlands. That's what they were wearing. So shout out to James yeah. for traveling those miles. Hey, he must love him some Cersei. Dude, he um, fucking loves him some but Cersei. My third thing here is I finally enjoyed watching Daenerys be strategic with her dragons. The well, f- like, I, I, when Euron and, and the Ironborn. When they were on their ships and they were fully fucking mounted ready. and ready to go, uh, they had a massive amount of arrows. And I was thinking to myself, there's no way Daenerys is dumb enough to take her dragons, to or to take her last dragon. And, and just go, yeah, the same and, thing And then she fight did. all of those ships and fight, you know, all of the harpoons no, well, they had lined she up. She did fight all the ships, but... This is what I and this is what I understood from the last episode. What was kind of dumb about like you know them catching Rhaegal was that like they didn't see it because they're so up fucking high that it's like how did you not see those ships that are right there you know and yeah. there's like a fleet of them too. That was kind of like a stretch of the imagination, but I still accepted it that they just caught them off you know guard. But here is like this is a war. She's expecting for the ships to be there. She knows yeah. she has to deal with them. So what do you do, right? Strategically speaking, if you have a fucking dragon, and what did I say last time? You come straight from up above, right down on top exactly. of them. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what, what I fucking said. So yeah. she took the high vantage point. She dropped straight down because the arrows the, and at, the sun. The arrows yeah. at best. Yep, exactly. So she used the sunlight. Arrows at best can fly at an angle, right? So if you drop straight down, you're more than likely going to dodge all of those arrows. And when you get to water level, you just then keep those moving. harpoons have to then adjust uh, adjust to shoot downwards. And they can only shoot downwards, but so far. So as long as you're moving quickly and you're moving low or you're moving or you're very high. Or you just keep changing your position. Yeah, you exactly. Don't, you don't stay and, in the same And you force angle. them to continue to not only reload, but adjust yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. You should easily. And, and, and the dragons are massive, but they're also very quick and very nimble. Yeah. So. You know, we saw her use her dragon strategically here. She took out the entire Iron um, Iron Fleet. She destroyed every harpoon Yo, that was I, mounted on the wall. Can I say one thing? I love that shit. Yo, that's with one fucking dragon. One dra- Could you imagine if she, she would have stepped with all three? Ugh. They would have had no choice but to burn King's Landing down. There wouldn't have been enough for them to do. That yeah. <laughs> like, the dragons would have just got bored. You know, yeah. and, 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 and Daenerys could only ride one dragon, right? So if she came yeah. with all three, other the other two would have been like, like, I'm just cooking right know, now. I'm about, to, I'm about to turn up. I've been drinking dark liquor. I'm about to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, one of I the dragons, that, I got that Henny in me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yo, feeling right. If one of the dragons showed up with a bottle of Henny. Yeah. The, the VSOP uh, is, is a rat. <laughs> With a blunt, too? Yo, like, yo, nah, nah, it's, it's over, yo. If one of the dragons showed up smoking yeah. and drinking, yo. everybody's good. Yo, had that fucking Cali Kush? Nah, it's over. It's, it's a rat. But, so, so I really liked watching Daenerys finally be a strategist, right? Because she's not stupid. She knows what she's doing. She's lost two dragons, but yeah, she knows she, she knows has to she war has to, to win. She knows yeah. she has to risk it all. If I'm going to risk it all, I'm going to be strategic i'm gonna give them what they're expecting or you know they're expect they were expecting her to show up right get into this they weren't expecting get into the shit what everybody's talking about come on get there yeah uh they weren't expecting her to show up in the fashion she did and as prepared as she was sure uh my fourth thing here was the battle between the mountain and the hound right the clegane yeah yeah uh i had to go back and rewatch their fight scene to, to really get a perspective of how masterful it was. 
right? Uh, you you get these different sides of it, right? It, on one side, there's this epic battle between you know this half zombie monster massive man that's the mountain and uh, his brother, and you know that the the entire series has been building up. Or this is one of the moments that the entire series has been building up to, and we were all hoping we'd get it for a second there. I didn't think we'd get it. I thought it would be Grey Worm who would want to go and find the mountain and kill no, him. No, because right? they didn't make it a like they. I knew that wasn't going to happen because they didn't make it a big enough thing that the at the uh, beginning of this, the mountain this last killed, episode. Yeah, well, or um, just in general in the previous episode, the last of the Starks, where obviously Missandei gets beheaded by the mountain. They didn't make it a big enough thing that the mountain did it. That he yeah. was just like the executioner. He wasn't really like. He didn't. They didn't. He didn't take his time yeah. with it. He didn't make it excruciating. He just slit her throat or cut her head off and was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, it's over." You know. So here's what I knew: it wasn't gonna be a. It wasn't gonna be Grey Worm in yeah. this per, uh, particular episode. Mm-hmm. When Daenerys and Grey Worm were sitting in front of, or standing, or she was sitting, he was standing in front of the fire, and she has. Oh, the uh, the, the the collar that or the chain. Mas- I think it was the, the collar and the the chain was attached to it that Masande. Yeah. Um, was was a wearing at the beginning of the series and she gave it to Grey Worm basically saying like you know you should have this this is hers it is now yours uh, here's something to remember her by and he just threw it in the fire that's when I knew that okay this isn't gonna be you know we're, we're not gonna see Grey Worm because at, at this point he doesn't try to avenge not, his woman he's not about revenge so much as like he is about like oh I have no heart anymore it's, it's yeah. okay I don't have any feelings anymore yeah I just want to kill everything in my way um I have a theory about that. I have a theory okay. about that. So, again, I I loved how beautiful the fight between the mountain and the hound were. Like, like when you look at when when you really go back and, and watch it, not necessarily watch the fight, but watch the visuals around them. The castle falling. You're you're getting a peek out into uh, King's Landing and how beautiful of a landscape it is that they're kind of fighting in. Aside from like the entire burning village and the millions of people dying. Um, and, and you get the fire, and we know that the hound is afraid of fire, right? But he fights through that because he has a bigger task at hand, right? Uh, down to the point where he tackles the mountain through the wall, and he basically falls into uh, you know the burning city below. He ultimately dies by fire. That's how it's all started. Yeah, That's it how it ends and ends. Yeah. Um. So I, I thought that was done beautifully i I really enjoyed that grand opening uh grand closing exactly lastly uh aria's journey through the Mm. burning city yeah and when you watch you know the the recap of the episode afterwards um you know we learned that they decided to follow aria's journey through the burning city because it was more meaningful right there's a character that we actually care about so we care about her journey making it out of the city safely where if they just followed random burning people and you know yeah. random women and children running trying to escape they wouldn't have meant as much because we don't sure. care about their lives as much yeah. but Arya the entire way through like you're praying to God she makes it out of the city and then there are moments when you know she falls and you're like oh my God she's yeah. not going to make it. it quite honestly like I kind of yeah like, I don't know uh, how she made it <laughs> I was like she, she she must have had ways I was like she's not gonna die but also there were moments where I was like yeah, is she yeah. gonna fucking die but like yeah, yeah. her navigation skills are yeah. on point like, yeah. she had she Swept had the GPS and, out she was yeah. like alright uh, turn left in 100 feet <laughs> falling yo, building ahead yo like, and then fucking had the Uber waiting outside for yo. like, yo, your, your, your horse is here <laughs> so 
but uh, you know through that journey not only are we following Arya and like we're just as tense and and and, and nervous as she is and like we're wondering is she going to make it out of the city um we see her struggles along the way right yeah. before the attack happened we see her sneak into the she did fuck those people up though I'm not gonna lie to you she yeah they probably would have been a little bit better <laughs> off staying in there <laughs> Uh, yeah. but, but, yeah. but so in the beginning we, yeah. we see uh, the mother and the child right and they're kind of following behind Arya in the mountain trying to get into King's Landing yeah. or trying to get into the Red Keep um, the doors close behind them right later on Arya uh, I think she sees them again or like the woman helps Arya up yeah. when she's when she falls and she's being trampled yeah. and then the third time Arya sees that mother and the child is when they're hiding in the in that uh, building and Arya basically says to them like you're gonna die if you stay here follow me Ultimately, you know, Danny came they through with the it. dragons and, <laughs> and, and they, they got fucked up either way. Yeah. But what I thought was most interesting about that scene, I remember in season uh, in episode one of the season, when we first see Danny arrive in uh, Winterfell with the dragons, you see Arya look up at the dragons in, in amazement, in admiration, yeah. right? Yeah. In amazement, like, like, oh my, like, these are the dragons I've seen and to, I've been told stories about as a child. Now I'm seeing one here in person, right? But now we see her looking up at the dragons in the sky mm. or dragon in the sky in As fear. destruction, yeah. And then that scene ends with, you know, Arya essentially, you know, getting the, the white horse and riding it out of uh, King's Landing. And, you know, is that foreshadowing I, I, for her being the, the white knight, right? The hero. No, no, it's not the white knight. Death. What, what is it in Revelations in the Bible that the... I think it's like the pale horse or the the pale rider on the horse or whatever symbols death. Like in in, in many different regions and many different sort of death uh, rides cultures. a white horse or or the yeah I guess the paleness that like that represents death. Like the white horse represents yeah. death. And I, mean, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, because it, it it was very, they were very whoops. Uh, take it were, easy. Yeah, I know right. Beat <laughs> up the mic, motherfucker. Um, no, but they were very clear about like because like this fucking one solemn horse out of anything that would survive in king's landing at that moment this one horse comes out of nowhere and is like all right yeah giddy up like no like th- they were very purposeful in that yeah and i like think that's the what many that was face god send her the horse right i i don't know but all i know is she's she's my lead candidate to then kill Exactly. Yep, and, and that, that's kid. what I took yeah. from it. Uh, so not only again was her going from lo- looking at the dragons um, in admiration, but then going to look at them in fear, and then the white horse riding out of Winterfell, having watched that mother and that child die. Yeah. Arya's not going to forget that. She's not going to go back. Oh no no no! She, she's not going to go, go. Yeah, she's not going to go back to King's Landing. No, and, and be and like. He, Yo, you know what the funny let shit slide. You know what the funny shit. I and I and I have I have one more question for you, uh, before you're you're done your your section. But, uh, <laughs> I, the funniest shit I heard was, yo, what if Danny comes back like, hey guys, yeah, that was a fucking crazy war we just yeah. had. That was wild. Yeah, see that shit. <laughs> Fire everywhere. Yeah. Fuck. Yo, like what if she Did comes back like Cersei? nothing happened? Yeah. Like, <laughs> damn guys, that was we won. Yeah. Well. High five. Save the seven kingdoms. <laughs> like, what about those millions of people you just murdered? She's like, what? Uh, uh, casualties of war? Like, what? Drake? <laughs> She's like, uh, I plead the fifth. Yeah. Four, five, fifth. Yo, uh, but what? <laughs> yeah, Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Yeah. Um, okay, what did you feel about Danny's turn? How did, how did you feel about it? 
Could you feel like it was appropriate? It, it was fitting. It was on schedule. Like what would you or not thereof? When she was sitting on the edge of King's Landing, on the wall on the edge of King's Landing, and she, right and before the bells rung. Uh, so is that or, or during the bells ringing? Yeah. So I think that's when the bells were ringing. Yeah. Right. And she's mm-hmm. sitting on the dragon, who's resting on the the edge of the wall of King's Landing, staring out at the castle that she knows Cersei's standing in. Right. Mm-hmm. Part of you hopes that she just flies her dragon over there and destroys all of the Red Keep. Right. Sure. Um, what we what I oh, I honestly didn't expect was mm-hmm. for her to just start slaughtering innocent women and children. Yeah. Um th- that's when we really see that. Hey, this is this is the Mad King's daughter, right? Like the she has queen. she has fucking lost it. Yeah. And you kind of you have a distaste for her. Like I, I don't at all Dude. agree with what she did. Um killing innocent all those millions of innocent people, and for what? The people that you said you were gonna save. You've this entire thing has been about, you know, not having a, a tyrant sit, up, you know, on the Iron Throne, right? Yeah. And you've <coughs> become that person in one action. She could have just went and killed Cersei, and it would have been over, yeah. right? She could have, you know, they they rang the bells, they gave up. That could have been it. Here's my argument, but, I, but again, I, I understand. The, the rage and the anger in her right yeah a lot of people don't but and I'll, and I'll address that here in a sec but here's my reasoning uh for that right like is if you kill Cersei sure you kill Cersei and then people are like all right I guess you killed Cersei whatever but you you, you don't have a heart of the people right because you're looking for their love if she just kills Cersei then she has to rely on the love of the people, right? But she's already, it's already been displayed. John has the love. John has the love of the people, right? Yeah. He's the man of the people where they're just like, oh my God, this guy, Jon Snow is fucking dope. I love this guy, you know? No matter what he does, he, he shits gold, you know? Yeah. Um, She knows she can't go with love. So, and she literally she says John, this in the episode. That it will be fear. All right, not love, then fear, right? So she's like, Look, if I just kill Cersei, that's not fear because anybody can fucking look a fucking uh, a dude with a fucking crossbow could go and kill Cersei. Right. What do I have to do? It's still fear in them. Yeah. I have to let them know. And and, and not just fear for the people in King's Landing. Fear, fear for, for everyone in the seven kingdoms. All the seven kingdoms. They have to know who their queen is. And they. so I, I digress. Um, So that that. No, you I mean wrapped up with. So, and I think my last thing here um, is going to be Jamie and Cersei's death. Mm, I right? was going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. I was going <laughs> to so, get to that. Yeah. What again? Was it the death that everybody hoped for? You know, what did Cersei get her head chopped off? Did she get burned to death by a dragon? Did she get eaten? Did she get betrayed by anyone? None of those things. Pretty much throughout this entire series, I've. You know, given my theories of how I, th- I thought she would die, yeah. You know, maybe thought it would be the crossbow that Tyrion <laughs> used to kill Tywin <laughs> that she gave to Bronn yeah, to yeah, kill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that would, or then I thought it would be Jaime was going back to kill her because he knew that it 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 was the only thing. It was the only way to save the to, to try to yeah. You know, it was the only way. Nope, they. You know, go down to the tombs and then uh, the fucking roof collapses because, yeah. uh, you know, the builders didn't 
build a proper foundation. <laughs> right? like, the yeah. the yeah, contractors, what, whoever the uh, the architect was for that building, clearly yeah. uh, should have their uh, deposit. Uh, they should get whoever put in the money for that structural building yeah. should probably get their money. The back. contractors yeah. probably knew, like, Yo, yeah, we didn't build that it shit. Is right. not, it's not going to withstand dragon fire. Yeah, it is I'm not glad she specifically because <laughs> there were going to be some claims filed. <laughs> there were already some claims in litigation that we didn't have the money to pay out. So, yeah, this takes care of it. Glad, yeah. You know, I'll bend the knee. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. again, I, I thought it was purposeful, right? It's yeah. Jamie and Cersei came into this world together. They yeah. went out together, right? Uh, yeah, um, it's a beautiful sort of uh, nod that they give there. Yeah, we saw a d- dynamics of their personalities towards the end. We saw how much, even though they're brother and sister, which is still very gross. It's all gross, yeah. yeah we saw how much... Jamie truly did love Cersei, despite, as Tyrion said, knowing exactly who she was. But know? he he's loved her. That's why I think he says to Brienne, hey, Cersei's hateful. And so am I. Yeah. You know, um, because they're they're one and the same. Yeah. They're, and, it's and, not like they're and, different. And we, we've grown to like Jamie. But again, I think in this episode, he became more of who he was. Where he's like, you know what? I've but never he, really cared about those people. I would like, argue that he's always been who he was. It's just that... Again, we've grown to like him. We've grown, yeah. Right? He he's done a, and I think that that gets to sort of what, and if I can kind of interject yeah, yeah. with uh, starting, so that's a perfect starting point for where I the angle that I'm going to try to take it in. You know, everybody likes to say, and, and I'll start with Jamie. Jamie, his story arc was complete when he went back to Cersei, right? Because his his story, we we misinterpret his story arc as oh, Jamie's redemptive. He's redeeming himself, right? Jamie's always been the same person, even if he was that slick talking, you know, kind of asshole sort of dude that we saw in season one, maybe even two. I forget when he, he, him and Brienne started their thing uh, in terms of like their journey towards King's Landing. Three or four. But right up until that point, we all viewed Jamie as just a dick. He's just a, you know, kind of a douche. Yeah. Um, But then we start liking him because of that whole storyline, uh, storyline with Brienne. The thing about it is he doesn't really ever change. Like yeah. he, he kind of has always been that dude. Like, of course, yeah, like maybe now he wouldn't push a kid out of a fucking, you know, tower. But I would argue that he still did crazy shit after we believed him to be a changed man. For instance, he fucking rapes Cersei after we believe he's uh had his turn as like, you know, this good guy. He fucking raped Cersei. Like, I think we all casually forget that, right? Like, uh, so after Tomlin, no, no, it was after Joffrey, after Joffrey died. At Joffrey's fucking tomb, when they were uh, putting him away, they're the only two left in, in, the, in, the, in the, the place. He fucking raped Cersei right there. Yeah. And we're all like, I mean... I kind of forgot about that. Hey, he, uh, I mean, he did some nice things to Brienne, so we forget him. Like, no, like he, like this dude was, he's still that guy. Yeah. That's why, again, I I think the words that he echoed to Brienne rings perfectly true. And that concludes his storyline is Cersei's hateful and so am I, you know, it's, we're one in the same. Sure, I may have done a couple of things that you can misconstrue as like, hey, I'm a good guy. I want to fight for the living. I come to fight at Winterfell, you know, during the long night. I do all these things. But deep down inside, this is who I am, yeah. you know, through and through. We and Cersei are essentially the same person. That's why Tyrion can say to him, you knew what all, what she was all along and you still loved her because he knows that's him. 
Like it's not any. So let's get to Cersei, right? Uh, Cersei's storyline. Everybody's crying a lot. I wish Cersei, Cersei had a more fitting end. You know, it's such a. I'm fine no, with it. You know what? It's a pathetic ending to a pathetic character. Let me let me ask you a, a very striking question. Besides getting rid of the people in the sept, right? Where she blew up the sept. Yep. Which, by the way, I'll have the caveats to the sept. Right? Literally, they if it wasn't for the high septon uh, being uh, a fucking arrogant prick. Everybody could have literally just walked out of there. The septum would have blew up, and they'd have been like, "Damn, that was crazy." Yeah, on the business. Didn't they lock him in or something? Like no, that? they. Yeah, he basically just walled everybody in. There was nobody else holding the people in in there except for him, right? Yeah, the high septum, right? And um, uh, what's her what's her name? Uh, Tomlin's wife. Um, uh, it starts with an M. I Marjorie. Say Marjorie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Marjorie. Uh, was saying, yo, we need to get the fuck out of here. Cersei's not here. We need to get the fuck out of here. If they would have just casually just listened to her, I'm like, ah, damn, that sounds like a good idea. Yep, they would have all lived. They would all lived, right? So even that's a terrible plan that she had, right? But I'll give that one to her. Besides that, name one fucking thing that Cersei has done right on the show. Nothing. There's not a fucking thing that Cersei has done right on the show. Everybody likes to, because she's got a slick mouth, mm-hmm. everybody likes to say, She's the smartest character on the show. Oh, she's so cunning. She's so this. She's so that. The only she's thing she literally does well is instill fear, and fear can make absolutely. Even, but that's I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to get hold to, on, get hold to on. I'm gonna get to that. So she has a slick mouth. So everybody's like, oh my god, Cersei's you know this or that. Her only ambition on the show, literally, she I don't even think she has the ambition to be the queen uh, of what's the uh, of the Seven Kingdoms. Her only true ambition on the show is to keep her kids alive. Where are all her freaking kids? They're dead. They're all dead, right? She has that ambition, and yet they all end up dead. So even by her own um, measuring stick, she's failed herself, right? That she's she hasn't accomplished any of the goals that she set forth, right? And even now, she's pregnant, right? So she's with child. And she didn't even do the fucking one thing she could do to save her child. She could have. She could have left she, Miss Sunday live. And exactly. she could have just bent the knee and be like, you know what? All right, you got it. Hey, let me go live my days and fucking some bumfuck and, wherever. And even as she saw her entire kingdom burning, she could have said, you know what? I give up. I'm Ring getting out bells. of here. No. What she or, did. Or, or run and hide, right? There's a scorpion. What about us? There's no scorpions left. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the Golden Company. They're yeah, all exactly. dead. But, but, and people misinterpret this as, oh, like they, they, they fucked up her character because she remained strong. But in, in that moment, she was weak. I would contend, it, it, I go back to what Fabe said to me before I even watched the show. Fabe said, Cersei to Littlefinger, right? Power is power, right? Cersei at no point during the show has had any actual power. Yeah, Never at any it. point, right? She's always had the illusion of power, right? She was uh, the, the uh, queen under uh, uh, Robert Baratheon, right? Um she was Joffrey's mother, right? But even Joffrey kind of slapped her around a little bit. You know, he kind of, eh, shut up, you yeah, know? Shut the fuck eh, up. Shut up. Uh, you eat your Cheerios, you know? Um, uh, she never really, uh, until Tomlin died, right? But even when he died, what, what the fuck did Cersei do as queen? Literally nothing. Yeah. She literally does nothing with her power, right? Which All is why did- they say, like, you know, in this episode that, you know, no one in King's Landing loves Cersei. But mm-hmm. again, they fear her. They they fear her, but it's not a true fear, right? Because it's like, it, they fear her only because she's in a position of power. 
is Cersei represents, I think, what the standard bearer is in reality of people have power because you give them power. The yeah. only reason why the queen is accepted as the queen and she can direct people, she can direct a mountain. You saw at the end, the mountain was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Who's the person with the real, like it's like Bane in uh, Batman, right? Where he's talking to, I forget who that dude is. Um, fuck. And I, I uh, love this particular scene. Um, where, where he's like, where the dude's like, no, no, I'm the one in power here. Yeah, he's like, and he's like, and then Bane puts his hand on him. Like, like <laughs> do you feel it? Do you feel like what is he say? Like, do you feel powerful or do you it's, feel that? You know, and 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 it's just a hand on his shoulder, and he's like, "That's power." Exactly. And you know, you know, I can snap your at neck that right at that now. point in time. You know who the fuck has the power. So when when people talk about Cersei and this whole situation of her going out the way she did, she had a very fitting end because that's where the rubber meets the road, right? Where you have somebody who never really actually, she's essentially a better Littlefinger, right? Littlefinger played the game and he was so clever in how he played, but he was essentially too ambitious for his own good. No one feared him. No one one loved him him. or feared him. Cersei was cunning like Littlefinger, but she suffered from the same problem that Littlefinger uh, suffered from, which is he never actually had any true significant power. And what happens when you fake it as long as you can, right? You fake having, uh, I'm this all-powerful person. You wait until the very fucking end then until you you're like, uh, okay, I have nothing to do here but fucking run. Like, yeah. that's all you have to do. So I think her dying in the uh, uh, the, the, the the catacombs of the, uh, the Red Keep, I think that is so fucking fitting. You know, I... I I hated Cersei so much because she was always so smug and always so whatever. But then when I saw that scene, at first I was like, oh, I wanted you to die a different way. But then I thought about it. I was like, no, that's perfect. A very pathetic ending because you literally, you have no power and you've never had any power. Yeah. And everything that you did was just an illusion to 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 fake as if you did have power. Yeah. And this is where you meet somebody. It's like a bully meeting a giant bully being like, ah, uh, you know what? I'm not actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like one of the arguments against, uh, like, you know, executing people. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, is that truly a, uh, a punishment for them? Right. If, if someone kills a bunch of people, do you kill them too? You know, yeah. that's, it seems like it's the easy way out. Right. You yeah. let them sit and rot in prison. Right. In this particular case, Cersei went from being, you know, the the queen right she went from sitting on the iron throne to running and hiding down in the tombs and ultimately just dying under rubble to me that is more fitting that that really shows how far down that person fell and only to die there than it would be if she were to be beheaded right because that story would then be told in history you know Cersei sat on the Iron Throne and Daenerys came. And Nobody knows what the fuck happened to Cersei. They're like, did she escape? Did yeah. she fucking like, no, she, she when, died when history, under rubble like is appropriate. When history her. remembers you in that way, oh, she ran and hide and died, right? Yeah. That's, then your name would be forgotten in time. If she were to be beheaded or burned or eaten then by Then it a would dragon, be sort of like, like you know, uh, infamous, told, right? And, yeah. There would be tales told about sure. her. So yeah. I think this was more fitting. Yeah. Um. All right. And then, then uh, quick side note, my man Kyburn. Holy shit. The fucking mountain uh her Cersei's hand. Yeah. Yo. 
because I was always wondering, like, what's Kyburn? Because maybe he's coming up with something clever. He always seemed like the scientist, so I thought maybe he'd come up with something for Daenerys' dragons. Yeah. Yo, my dude, the, mount, uh, the mountain put an end to all of that. He was like, yo, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm surprised he yeah. stayed as loyal to Cersei as he did because he stayed there. He had nothing else to do. This dude had nothing else going on. Run. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you see, he was the one telling her that all of these things were happening, right? He was the one who told her, you know, the uh, the Ironborn. Or like, the, the Scorpions are yeah, all done. The, the Ironborn. The, Iron the, the Iron Fleet. Iron Fleet. Yeah. The Golden Company. Uh, the Red Keep has fallen. He was. I'm surprised he stayed that long. Because he has he, nothing else to do. Like, who, like if he goes anywhere else, he's going to be a nothing. So his one uh, saving grace would be to save his perspective. Uh, or not perspective, but his, uh, his queen, right? Because wherever she goes, he goes, right? Like he's her hand, right? Yeah. So really he has a vested interest in trying to keep her alive. There was just nothing that was going to make that happen, but it was hilarious to watch. Cause I was always interested, like, like what his, what is his end? And his end is the mountain being like, and, and I was up. wondering what <laughs> control he truly had over the mountain. He never had any control, but, over but that, it looks man. like none. Right. But, I wonder, I always wonder what control Cersei had over the mountain. Like, why did the mountain feel the need? Like he's a fucking zombie. Like why yeah. does he but, feel the need? But to obviously he Cersei? still has a mind of his own, right? Like Apparently. He, he's still there. Yeah. Except for say- he gets stabbed through it and he's still, he's still like, you know what? I still feel like I hate people. Yeah. You know, I, I still I, hate, I, the I hound. still hate my little brother. <laughs> right. Um, but, Megatron once said, <laughs> I'm going to quote Megatron here, mm-hmm. right? He was like, um, and I think this was when he was fighting Optimus Prime and Optimus was clearly winning and Starscreen came in and, uh, you know, Megatron was basically saying like, let's get out of here. Like, let's, let's flee. Right. <laughs> and then Megatron yeah. said, you know, uh, a cow or st- I think Starscream was like, uh, but sir, like you, you are no coward or we're not cowards. We're, um, uh, what are they called again? Decepticons. Yeah. And then Megatron was like, a coward lives to fight another day, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I, I thought um, Cersei's hand would ultimately, Kyburn. I thought he would ultimately just like run, right? Because at the end of the day, I think he's a coward. He's not He's not a warrior. I don't think he's a coward. I don't think that's ever been sort of hinted to on Maybe the show. not a coward, but he's not a fighter. He's not, no, a, he's not a fighter. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a scientist. He's but he's, a, but he's an intellectual, loyal. right? Like he's loyal. He, he I, I would view him just like I would view... Not necessarily Tyrion, but maybe I would say maybe Grey Worm to Daenerys, right? Like that is like fuck it, like I'll ride with you to the yeah. end, like you know. But again, like he's not a fighter, but he's like I view him as that same type of loyalty. Yeah, but again, what we saw from John, we learned that there's loyalty to a fault, right? In this case, yeah, he could have. He was lived. definitely loyal to a fault. He could have <laughs> lived, right? Yeah. You know why'd you stay that long? Yeah. In the tower, yeah, well, especially when you know Cersei's just standing there like a dummy. Like, yeah, I'd just been like, I would have yelled the fuck from the bottom gonna... of the Red Keep. I'd be like, "Yo, uh, the scorpions are done. Uh, you might want to fucking uh, grab a bottle yeah. of Ciroc. Head Bitch, to the... the Uber is here. <laughs> I got this fucking horse. You want this horse? <laughs> it's the white horse yeah. that, that fucking we can take uh, this horse. Ario's riding. He's like, I got it right here. She, she was like, Nope. <laughs> you want me to come back up there? <laughs> you sure? All right, the I'm horse gonna... canceled the Uber. Like, all right, I guess like, I'm on to right, the next right. ride. Yeah. Who's this? Arya Stark. <laughs> Arya Stark, three hundred feet away. All right, I need, I need, the horse is like, I need to make money tonight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've only had five rides. All right, <laughs> I need more. Um, okay, so all that's done. Uh, R.I.P. The Red Keep. Holy shit! 
Um, it's just gone. It's gone. It's done. The, the the Red Keep, King's Land, King's Landing. What am I saying? The Red Keep, fucking King's Landing is done. Like <laughs> there is no sitting on an Iron Throne. There is no more Iron Throne to speak of. Yeah. And I would argue that this has been clearly foreshadowed. And I know people get so touchy about, oh, it doesn't matter if it was foreshadowed. That's not character development. Okay, calm down. I'll explain that in a in a in a second. Um, but. Uh yeah, there's fucking no more King's Landing. Uh King Land uh King's Landing. It's just is a done. symbol now. Yeah, yeah. It's just a symbol. Uh okay. It it and I'm 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 gonna go a little little bit of ways for this. Uh in the show Angel, right? Angel is one of my favorite shows. One of the reasons why <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows. Uh this is the um, uh show with David Boreanaz. It was a not uh, a spinoff of uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um one of my re- uh, favorite reasons for, uh, or one of my reasons for having this as one of my favorite shows is, is that uh, the dialogue in it was so good. And the reason why the dialogue was so good was because of like specific scenes, like the one I'm about to talk about. Uh, Wesley, one of the characters on the show, um, during one of the episodes, he gets infected with something and he's not quite himself. And he's talking to one of the other characters and he's like, I have a theory. It's about how stupid you are. And then he continues to speak. And I just thought that was one of the funniest ways to disrespect somebody. <laughs> to do have, it so eloquently and yeah, so thoughtfully. Yeah, to be like, I have a theory. It's about how stupid you are. And then, like, to continue, right? Um, that's what I want to say to everybody who's dogging the show right now. That's what I viscerate, like, in my heart of hearts, what I want to say to them. But I'm not going to say that to them. Because I kind of understand where they're coming from. Because... I, there's so much backlash that it's like, okay, I have to like investigate what's going on because yeah, I, I see it. You got to hear him out. I got to hear him out. I try to think about why I'm seeing this so differently than everybody else. And then I realized why I'm seeing it so differently. It's because I just started watching game of Thrones three months ago. I just started watching the show. Not even three months, two months ago. I started watching the show. I binge watched the entire show within the span of two months. So everything is fresh. It's all fresh in my mind. So obviously the big objection and, and for my, my, I got five. I'm, I'm just going to use the rest of my two that I have here for Daenerys. I'm just going to focus on her. I try to think about why am I seeing this so differently than everybody else? Cause everybody else, Oh my God, this is not in Daenerys's character. Just, fucking snap and just kill innocents and everybody's comparing it to Anakin Skywalker that uh it's you know what we saw in the uh um the revenge of the Sith yep. with Anakin Skywalker where he just started killing younglings just <laughs> 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 fuck it like <laughs> this is what we're doing right now um but I think that's the incorrect comparison the reason why I feel like I'm seeing it much differently is because I binged it. It's because I watched it all at once. So I got to see all of these story arcs play out in a short period of time. It's been years since I think some of the other people have seen the entire show through and through. I I watched it twice back to back within the span of two months. I watched the entire show from beginning to end or beginning to most current episode uh, within the span of two months. So everything is fresh. I see all of these character developments developing over time. But what that does for me is allow me to look at what happened, what happened with Daenerys, where she just basically snaps and fucking just starts mowing fucking people down in King's Landing, whether you're a fucking soldier or innocent or whatever. 
at first it was and, and here's how Daenerys is my favorite character on Game of Thrones right she's my favorite character right I fucking love everything that they've done with the character till this point right so I'm speaking from a place of a fanboy like I, I fucking love her this character I actually even even that night that I watched the the bells I had nightmares about fucking dragons like I I, I had this dream where I was in somewhere like King's Landing and there were dragons just fucking attacking the place. And I saw this dragon. Like I, I looked underneath, I was hiding in like some tree or something like that. And I saw this giant dragon's head peek out from underneath the tree. And it was about to like, so clearly this, like this means something to me, yeah. right? I'm, I, I have an actual attachment to it. So I'm not just speaking from a place of detachment. I'm speaking from a place. Like, I get it. Daenerys is a popular character. I love the character. It was heartbreaking to see her do that, but I understood it. I didn't understand where everybody else was coming from until I read a couple things online because I understood where I was coming from. But I think what everybody else is sort of getting wrong about this is that they're, for one, not looking at the totality of what's been hinted. Right. And I I said before, um, people talk about what's been um, foreshadowed, right? It's not just about foreshadowing though, right? This is not just like, oh, we're hinting at she has a dark side. How many fucking times has Daenerys done something where we've co-signed? And and here's why I believe that the writers for Game of Thrones and as well as George R. R. Martin are are just fucking brilliant for the show and and for the books, right? They've done something that is the hardest fucking thing to do. They made us co-sign with a villain from the start, right? They made us believe a villain was a hero from the start. How many fucking things has uh, Daenerys done from the start of the show that we co-signed with, but that was dark shit? When they fucking kill her brother, Viserion, right? Khal Drogo pours a fucking uh, gold gold. on his head. And And we're all like, yeah! Yeah. He just fucking killed your brother by throwing and of course Viserion basically gave them no choice but to fucking kill him right but to do it in the fashion that they did and she and felt to, and pretty she, much nothing she was just standing there watching like I mean I guess that's what happens you because, know because even then she had the goal which was to sit on the iron throat right she, she and she knew there. Viserion like she wanted to get him out of the way because she's like you're just yeah. an idiot right and if Khal Drogo didn't kill him she would have eventually, eventually killed herself him. and Daenerys is Viserion with the exception of she doesn't have his stupidity yeah. They're one in the same. They have the they both have the same ambition. Um but she just isn't as dumb and as loud and bombastic yeah. as him. We 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 saw her execute all the masters in Marines, right? Beheaded them. I'm going to I'm going to get there. <laughs> get there. Actually th- actually that that's the next one I'll, I'll I think that's I'll the use. next uh That's the next sort one. of yeah. big thing. No, no. Uh there's a, there's one other thing where she's I forget uh exactly where it was. It was the second it was the where they went to in season 2. Where she meets a dude who is like supposed to be the rich black dude in the yep. city. Um, and then she fucking leaves him. And like clearly he betrayed her and he, you know. When sure, she traps him in the, the vault or something like that, right? To fucking suffocate? Yeah. Die or starve. And we're all like, comes first. we're all like, yeah, he deserved. Did he fucking deserve to be in a fucking vault suffocating? Yeah. Like I, I get it. He wanted to kill you. He wanted to take your dragons. I, I, I get that. But you're just going to return that in kind? And and and, the, and and keep in mind here with all these things, we all believe that the people were deserving of it. Keep that in mind, because I'll, I'll explain that when I get to the end. Next, we get to Maureen, right, where she uh, 
or was it Astapor? I think it, it might have been Astapor, where she, um, where she essentially comes through, uh, and she's making the barter with the guy, uh, for the Unsullied, mm-hmm. and and I've always thought this about this scene, but I like I kind of put it in the back of my mind because I I love fucking Daenerys, right? So I put it in the back of my mind, but I was like, yo, it's kind of fucked up where she sold her dragons to the dude, and then she just set the dude on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Like you sold your dragons to the dude in a fair trade. He's like, "Hey, I'll give you the unsullied if you give me your dragon." And she's like, "All right, cool." Your cars, like, and we try to play it off like, "Oh, she was slick." No, yeah, she I mean, just, I mean, we love that scene. She just fucked him over because like, it was like, like instant betrayal, right? It's you know, yeah, we're gonna make this deal go through, but I'm gonna immediately fuck you over. Yeah, and I and I guess the whole point with that we was we saw it building towards her ultimate purpose, and we had no affection towards that guy. None. Right? In fact, we knew he was a dick. So we just we knew he was a misogynist. Yeah, we, we yeah. justified her actions because we knew her ultimate goal and we knew this guy was an idiot and a dick and he clearly had slaves who he didn't give a fuck about. And that's when we get Miss Sunday. That's when we get um, Grey Worm. That's when we get the Unsullied. So we're all co-signing with it. But if you just think about it in practical terms, that was a fucked up thing she did. That was really fucked up that she had a deal to sell. And I guess the whole theory is, is like, um, nobody should be a slave, you know? So when she yells Dracarys, it's like her saying, like, "Our my dragons will never be your slaves, right? Yeah. Because they have power, you know? Um, and I and I get that metaphor, but also it's that's fucked up that you would do the deal and then immediately be like, Dracarys, and then get your fucking dragons back, right? Yeah. That's just, in principle, that's fucked up. We move on to Marine, right? Where she goes and she's like, hey, and, and notice all the situations here. All the people are needing some sort of liberation, right? Uh, in, in most of the cases. In uh, Astapor, the Unsullied basically were basically needing liberation. Masande, she she was needing liberation. Yep. Um, uh, and, I, and I even remember that to the context of season seven where Jon Snow or Davos asked Masande, hey, if you wanted to leave, could you? She's like, yeah, I think I could leave immediately if I wanted to, which I, I do agree with. I think Miss uh, Sunday could, could leave and, you know, Daenerys would be like, all right, good luck. Hey, here's a fucking yeah, I don't ship. Think Daenerys here's some food. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, but she gets to Marine, right? What happens? They're slaves, right? They're slaves to be freed, right? And she's like, all right, I want to free them. And what does she do? She fucking, uh, she says, hey, you guys are slaves. Your masters crucified people. They put up 163 people all in the line. What are we going to do? We're going to take the city and then we're going to crucify the masters. She fucking crucified people. Yeah. She literally crucifies people. And we're like, and, and good work, you know, it is one of those things where you always love to see bad people, you know, get what's coming the to same them. consequences that they delivered to, to, to others. Right. Yes. But what, what is the, what is the operative word that you said there? Bad people. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold that thought. We get to Marine. She crucifies the masters. Um, and, uh, and then, and, and honestly, we, we even learned there that she's not really, she's a good conqueror, but she's not really a good, uh, I guess leader, queen, whatever you want to call it, right? Because as soon as she does that, there's a whole shit ton of problems that she's like, Man, I don't know how to fucking deal with yeah. this shit, right? When there were people coming in one by one, and she's just like, uh, okay, uh, well, uh, we'll give you money. We'll exactly. Give you <laughs> no, well, there, there's even you get Yeezys. You get Yeezys. <laughs> 
there was even one person who was like, hey, I used to be a slave and now I'm lost. Now that I'm not a slave, can I be a slave again? And she's like, I guess you can be a slave again, whatever. Like that was even hard for her. And there was the one dude who I think the dude like there the one dude was supposed to uh, stand on trial. And then the, uh, the one dude that was supposed to be on her side end up killing that dude. And then she ended up executing him. Right. So she loves to retain that power. Hey, I am the judge, jury and executioner. Yeah. As long as it passes through me, we're good. Right. Because I'm the one with the power and I'm the one who makes the decision. She's, yeah. she's good in that scenario. Okay. So we move on to Westeros, right? Where she gets to, 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 to Westeros. Nothing's that fucking easy in Westeros, right? Because it, think about her objective from the start. She wants to take over the seven kingdoms, right? I'm sorry. I didn't understand that there are any slaves in the fucking seven kingdoms. To my knowledge, everybody's basically just left under their own, left to their own devices. Right. And if there was any, Cersei's a lot of things, right? One of those things that I would call her is apathetic. She doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. So whatever the fucking people do, do whatever the fuck you want to do. You want to do what I don't give a shit. Right. Cersei wants to be the queen but not have to, you know, kind of like run. Or she doesn't care. She doesn't or, care about she, fucking running the kingdom, doesn't right? care about small things. But what as is long that? As she gets the throne. Exactly. What does that not make Cersei, right? A tyrant. And that's what uh, Daenerys is yelling all along is, hey, we don't want tyrants. I'm here to unchain people. What, what is her name, right? The uh, breaker, uh, of breaker of chains. And there's nobody, there's no chains to break in fucking Westeros. You literally just want the Iron Throne just to have the iron throne there's nobody who's a slave right so that creates a problem for her Her brutality isn't then masked under the guise of oh i'm freeing people so therefore i can just set everybody on fire and it's cool right yeah okay so now we arrive at the point that we do in uh the bells where she uh you know Tyrion tells her from the start hey if you hear those bells, that means the war is over. You don't need to do anything more. We can just move forward, right? What what I regret saying uh, a couple episodes back was when Jorah Mormont died when I did my analysis of The Long Night. I cared nothing about Jorah Mormont dying. I, did, I didn't feel anything. I, I thought it was kind of just like, it was kind of just thrown in there and he, like it's the predictable way of him dying and I was just like, I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. But the one thing that I regret not mentioning is that was the beginning of Daenerys's heart dying, right? Yeah, that was, that was the her. Only that was thing, where she really began to unravel. We we all thought that her advisors were the people. That we had Barristan uh, Selmy, who uh, I think he he was the where uh, he was the knight uh, the knight's guard, which uh, he came over from. You know when he got basically fired from uh, um, Joffrey. Joffrey fired him, and then yeah. he came over to Daenerys' side. Um, he was the one who advised her, Hey, hold a trial instead of just fucking killing this dude. Cause I, I think the, the, it was the guy from the, the, the Knights of the Harpy or whatever the fuck they were called. The something of the Harpy. Yep. Something. Uh, <laughs> See, yeah, I, said, I, I, I need to say, yep. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I know the name, yeah. um, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. So he advised her to hold a trial for that, that dude. 
And she was like, okay. And and the reason why he said that was because he was like, yo, the Mad King would just burn people alive and just yeah. not give a fuck, you right? Don't wanna you be don't want to fucking like You're be already that. his daughter. People already have their uh, reservations about you. Don't show them that they're right. Exactly. So uh, so he, he advises her to do that. He dies, right? Um, uh, and then we, we flash forward to Jorah Mormont dying. I was like, I, and I should have said this back when, when, when I did my review of The Long Night. That's when her heart began. And I knew it at that moment. I was like, this is not going to be good for Daenerys because that's her moral compass. It's not Tyrion. It's not Varys. It's those type of people who've been with her from the beginning, who've been able to be like, Hey, this is a good move. This is a bad move. Hey, this is why you should do this. This is like, and, and, but she, she rocks with him because I don't think Daenerys herself has a true moral compass. I think she says it right she says, hey, I want to be the breaker of chains. I want to be this or that. But I think those are all just excuses to just do crazy shit, right? Yeah. Uh, what is what is Dario, that the, the dude who was in love with her, but she left behind a Marine? Um, Dario something? The, the, the one who went in, I think he went in with Marine and helped. It was him, Grey Worm. They sacked the village with exactly. Jorah Mormont. Exactly. Uh, that guy, I forget his yeah, name. It, but, Dario something. Um, but he says to her, you're a conqueror, Daenerys Stoneborn. He's, he's, he, I think he says those exact words. And he's completely right. She's a conqueror, right? And w- sh- so far, she's been a conqueror with an excuse to be a conqueror, right? Yeah. That she's had a what we would deem as a righteous purpose, right? But what happens when she gets to Restoros? She doesn't have a righteous purpose. There is no righteous reason why. There's like Cersei's a shitty leader, sure. But she's an apathetic leader, meaning that like people are just kind of left up to their own devices, do whatever, do whatever the fuck they want. There's no moral reason to go in there and say, hey, Cersei, let me fucking kill all of your people and then take over your your throne. And then on top of that, Daenerys says the entire time, I am the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. No, you're not. It, to my recollection, uh, uh, Jamie Lannister killed your father and Robert Baratheon uh, killed your brother. Therefore, you have there is no more Targaryen dynasty. Like that. Yeah. That's it. You guys are. That's how this shit happens. Like that's that's how you guys took over. That's how it happened. Fucking to you. So your claim to Iron Throne is invalid because you don't have like like it's already been done. It's already been decided for yeah. years that Robert Baratheon took over. You know. And on top of that, if they're is truly an heir to the throne. It's Jon Snow, right? Exactly. Or, or Rhaegar Targaryen. Exactly. Right? So, you know, and around the same time that Jorah Mormont died is when she also learned that, or, you know, before he died, she learned that Jon now had a claim to the throne, yeah. right? And shortly after that, Masande's death. So, I mean, all of those things happening back to back. Exactly. Unraveled. And right when you get to the Masande's death, right? I think we all misunderstood, or not misunderstood, but we all took for granted the scene where she... Daenerys sees that mm-hmm. Misande get beheaded and steps forward and then turns around and then walks back. Right. I think we all mistook that as, Oh, she's just grieving. I think that's the second part of her heart dying. That Misande was the other moral compass for her, where Misande was this innocent, uh, 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 former slave who would advise her, would, uh, would not just advise her, but be her, check as in like hey like 
am, am I morally correct in this situation? Yeah. And I mean, no, I, I would say she was grieving there, right? Because like she, she, you know, no, no, she, she was, she was no. very much not herself, and she, as much as Masande was, you know, that moral compass for her, I think she genuinely did care for Masande, right? Oh, no, and, absolutely, and absolutely. Just, just like Grey Worm unraveled, where he just became, you know, he was like, hey, I'm going back to being just a fucking murderous uh, warrior, you know. Exactly. She, she, she. Uh, recoiled back into herself which is I'm here to conquer at all costs which is we arrive at the scene where Grey Worm she hands the the collar to Grey Worm and Grey Worm tosses it in the fire I'll I'll call back to a scene in season 7 I believe it was either either season 7 or season 6 I think it's season 7 where Alina Tyrell uh, she has a conversation with Alina Tyrell and Alina Tyrell says hey don't listen to your fucking advisors. You're a dragon. Be a fucking dragon. You know? Um, and I think that's what Grey Worm was saying in that moment, which was we tried to be civil with these people. We tried to be cordial. We tried to give them an opportunity to say, hey, let's handle this the right way. Yeah. And what did they do? They cut fucking Masane's head off. There is no more argument. There is no more discussion. There is no more, hey, let's be fragile with these people. Throw the fucking collar in. Because... One way to look at that is like, oh, hey, we don't want to remember Masande as a slave, right? So yeah. we'll throw a collar. In. Another thing is, I don't want any recollection of this. No attachment all of that, to the past. All of that is done. Yeah. We we try to be civil with these people. And what do they do? They cut our heart out. So, and and that brings me to my philosophical question with Daenerys. What I, the reason why I believe Game of Thrones is fucking brilliant, right? They've hinted to this for years, given all the reasons I just said, right? They've hinted to it that Daenerys doesn't really have a strong moral compass of her own, right? And then she's how we view um uh how we view um people who are innocent or people who are guilty, right? Um is subjective, right? That depends on the person who's deciding that, right? That's why people say, oh, it's just between me and God, right? Only God can judge me, right? Because, and, and and they hint to this early in the episode in um, The Bells, where she's having a conversation with, I think, Tyrion, where she says, hey, the people are as guilty because they're siding with Cersei. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, oh, well, I Tyrion's mean, like, not no, really that's their... not what's happening. Yeah. Like, she has food. She has, she's providing them with a sense of security and comfort. She's using them as a tool. Exactly. But what does that tell us, right? That whoever's innocent or guilty is subjective to the person looking at it. Yeah. So to Daenerys, they were siding with Cersei. They were siding with Cersei, right? Yep. So, but that, but then that begs the question of if you get if somebody has so much power, right, and they're the ones who are left up to decide who is innocent and who's guilty. Just like, and I forgot to fucking mention that uh, Daenerys burnt alive the Tarleys, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, Samwell's Sam's father, father and, brother. and yep. brother, right? Like all they said was, "Hey, I'm not gonna bend the knee to you." And she was like, "Dracarys, like, yeah. what?" <laughs> yeah, and like she she didn't even have to murder uh, the brother, right? She didn't have fucking she, have she to. She did them both just to prove a point and, and obviously her brother kind of like was like no i'll die with my father but she didn't have to kill either of them right yeah. if so and 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 this is and bring me back from this sidetrack that i'm going to get to but if if we rewrite history and we then say hey 
what if Jon Snow doesn't have the long night to worry about? What if it's just they have to play this whole politic game with the Game of Thrones? He doesn't bend the knee to Daenerys. If it wasn't for the fact that she helped him out with the the you know getting the white from the north and doing all that, yeah, he would he never have bent the, the knee. So are you telling me she would have fucking been like, um, you're you're in you know uh, whatever they would call rebellion or whatever they, from the from from my kingdom or queendom, um, your cars. Would she fucking burn Jon Snow alive if yeah. he refused to bend the bend the knee as Sam, uh, Samwell's father and brother did? Like, because what would make Jon different? Right? Exactly, he's someone so, who's refusing to bend. So the knee. that's what I'm saying is, and and it's an indictment not just on uh, Daenerys; it's an indictment on us as the audience. That's why it's fucking brilliant, right? Yeah, because all this time. We've been cheering for her every fucking step of the way. And we're like, ah, damn, that's a tough choice to make. But I, whatever, I still rock with you, even though you made that choice, even though it was clearly the fucking wrong choice. Her advisors the entire time when she burned Samuel and uh, or when she burned, um, I forget what their names are, but uh, Rickon or, or Dickon, I guess they, and they kept sliding his name, but Dickon yeah. and then whatever the, uh, the, the father's Sam, Sam's father is, uh, whatever his name is. We, we cheered it because he was kind of a dick. So we're like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Go ahead and kill him. Yeah, I mean, uh, Daenerys has been consistent, right? In she has been very it, fucking consistent. In how ruthless she can be. Yes. And, and how much she, you know, if, if she's not getting her way, if she's not, if you're not going to bend the knee, if you're not going to be directly on her side and, and show your allegiance outright. Then fuck then, you. As you exactly. said, the cars, right? So then, so then, when she sees the people in King's Landing that who oh, are not bending the knee, hey, who are siding and with she, Cersei, and by the way, she just talked to John, and John was like, uh, "I mean, you are my aunt, so I'm not trying to really fuck you right yeah. now." So, so she made her decision. <laughs> that's I think that's when she made that, her decision yeah. is is when she sees the admiration that John gets, and she sees that she can never her and John can't be an item because John's like. I mean, dude, we're, like you're my aunt. Like yeah. I can't fuck you thereafter. Like yeah. that's not exactly. going to so happen. Going back to the moment where she's on the dragon, she's stand, sitting at the edge of King's Landing and she hears the bells, right? She hears them and the bells are holding her back for a moment. But I think what she does in her mind is she mutes all of that out. Oh, it's it's a political game. Yeah. At that at that moment because she knows she knows in that moment, hey, I can't have the people's love. She, and again, this is a conversation she had with John. It's either love or fear. I choose fear. Yeah. Right. Because she knows John has their love. And she knows as soon as this word gets out that John is the true heir to the throne. All she has is fear. Right. So in that moment where she has to make the decision of should I just chill or, or should I go get her? Uh, uh, just fucking fuck everybody yeah. up. She chooses fear. She says, I have to set an example. One uh, of which has never been seen in King's Landing. I have to fucking destroy the city. It, she pulled a Thanos. We were all okay when Thanos said this, right? In Endgame, where he's like, I see that if there's any survivors, that that's just not going to work because you guys are going to try to, uh, like, hell to fight for what you did have. So, therefore, I have to rip this entire universe down to the last atom and then start anew. Yeah. That's what she fucking thought. We were kind of like, okay, I accept this with Thanos, but with Daenerys, ah, nah, fuck it. We can't have that because yeah. we love the fucking character, right? And I love Daenerys. I do think that in that moment, Daenerys was kind of, she, in her mind, she was rationalizing or at least going through 
the alternatives, right? All right, if I listen to the bells, if I draw back my army, if I let these citizens live, maybe they'll thank me. Or, or maybe they'll show me a, a bit of gratitude as for, soon as that word gets out of John, them, right? That's not going to happen. But yeah. she knows that, you know, even if they do grow to love me, John already has their love, and exactly. only that love will grow faster, right? Uh, if I kill them, then I will, you know, I'll be viewed as like this tyrant, the Mad King's daughter. But they'll fear me, right? And and we know from you know Cersei that power is power, right? But if you also have, if you have true power and dragons actual and an army and actual power, right? Well, those dra- those dragons are the actual, the actual power. power. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the Unsullied and the Dothraki, right? Like that is actual power, not just a perception of power. She knows that this is my only option, right? right? Did she need to kill ev- everybody? Did she need to burn down all of King's Landing? She needed to set an example. She didn't need to maybe do all of that, but you could tell. And again, like Thanos said... When he was, when he was like, I'm gonna enjoy this, right? When he uh, learned of Nebula's plan, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, this time I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. She didn't have to kill everybody in the kingdom. She wanted to at a certain point, well, right? And, and that's and, what makes her a true tyrant, and that's why she has to go. And and I, and I know we're fucking uh, in overtime here, <laughs> and I and I and I do want to get you out of here. Um, I just have a couple more points to make, and I, and I swear to this is a not, couple. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Scared. I'm sorry. Um, that's why it's brilliant how they come at it from the show because they come at it from a multifaceted angle. One, they have the Targaryen bloodline, which is filled with incest, right? And uh, Ares, as well as uh, I forget who his wife is, but they were both brother and sister, right? So, and people are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Well, how do you explain that? But how do you not explain that John is batshit crazy, right? I don't fucking know, dude. But you have that. Along with the fact that Daenerys just suffered so many massive losses, Jorah Mormont, Rhaegal, her Viserion, who she had a fucking fight against, and she considered, and if if you're to believe her, she considered these dragons her her, her children. children. Yeah, and she had she saw one just get plucked out of the fucking sky like it was nothing. She had a fight against one, not to mention she watched that one die. She only has fucking one left, right? Uh, and then you have the the death of everybody she she has around her, who who she meant so much to her. Jorah Mormont, Missandei, Baron uh, Selmy, whatever uh, his his name is. All she really has left is uh, um, uh, Grey Worm, because uh, everybody else has basically betrayed her. John basically was like, "Look, I'm not gonna fuck you anymore." Yeah, right? she, she has Grey Worm. Uh, she has Varys Tyrion. Clearly but betrayed she her. Trust Tyrion. Tyrion has betrayed her several times over, or failed, uh, her. Or failed her several times over. Um, uh, and so, and then, and then, side note, it was the creepiest thing in the world watching her burn Varys alive. That how she said Dracarys was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. How she was just like how Varys just was there, and she's like Dracarys. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like Dracarys. Yeah. I'm being dramatic. It's yeah. just like yeah, this means nothing to me. Dracarys. It was like you know, and and she said it to him, right? Or 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 at least uh, he said it. You know, when she was talking about if anybody would ever betrayed me and uh i forget exactly how their conversation went, yeah but and he said that i would expect nothing less right yeah so i think she said that as if as if like you knew you you knew this would happen like i told you this would but happen, it's a different from telling somebody that and then actually carrying that out like it's nothing like yeah. that's when you know all emotion is gone yeah i don't give a fuck it, it's like i don't need to yell it i don't need to scream it yeah you know that that, that was my know. side note uh um the thing I want to say is that 
if morals are conditional, then there aren't really they aren't morals. Right. If if we think she's a moral person because of the things we've seen her do, but we'd never put those into an actual context of, okay, well, what if you aren't freeing slaves and you're just burning people alive? You know? Yeah. Um, So those principles have to remain true no matter what the situation. And for her, it's not that, Hey, do I care about setting people on fire? It's like, uh, are the people that I'm saving slaves? You know, yeah. that's always been her saving grace is having some sort of excuse to fall back on. Um, and that get, get, uh, brings me to my central point with Daenerys character. The reason why I feel like people are having such an issue with this episode, the long-term objective for the, for the character has been achieved. We've seen this from the start. We knew it was coming to this. We just didn't want to believe it because she, we've, she's a beloved character, right? But we've seen all the hints of it all along. They've laid all the fucking little traps to uh, for us to believe in. So where they fell failed was in the episode. It the long term arc of the the character was achieved. The short term is in this specific episode. They they kind of failed that in in that it how so it felt rushed. That it seemed like if you're just a person who hasn't really watched Game of Thrones or maybe it's been a long time since you've seen all the other episodes, when you see just this episode in of itself, because that's what it seemed like to me, like, damn, like, that's why it felt like Anakin. That's why I said a lot of people are comparing it to Anakin Skywalker, right? Is that it seemed like Anakin just went from zero to 100 real quick when he fucking started killing those younglings. And it's like, yo, Anakin, like yesterday you were just talking about fucking uh, locking up the uh, emperor or whatever he was at the senator, whatever he was at the time, Senator Palpatine. And then today you're killing younglings. Yeah. Like what the fuck happened? Right. That's what it, I'm sure it felt like for people when they see her just mowing down all the innocent people. Right. But they, they forgot about all the shit that happened before. It's because they, in the actual episode itself, the short term objective for the goals uh, for the character, they didn't, they didn't really because Daenerys in that actual episode, she honestly doesn't get that much screen time. No, she doesn't. She she's uh, she gets little screen time, and then we see her uh, make these decisions very quickly, right? And he, here's what I think, right? When you grow to love somebody, and you can take you can apply this to a TV show, a movie, or you know people in real life, right? When you've loved someone for so long, over time you you see them show sides in themselves and you brush it off to the side. You create like, a false perception you know, of that person. I know who this person sure. is. Like th- this is not who they are. They made that mistake. They may make that mistake again. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to excuse that too, because I've known this person for 10 years and a, a mistake they made one day does not define who they are. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you have a whole collection of mistakes that they've made and them showing you who they truly are. Yeah. And then you, still put it to the side, right? You still put it in the closet and close the door. But it really only takes one moment for someone to fall. And when you fall, rarely do you get the opportunity to fall slowly and catch yourself. So what we saw was Daenerys fall. And as she was tumbling downwards, she leaned into it, right? She was like, if I'm going to be a snowball, I'm going to roll fast and hard. Yeah. I'm going to get on this dragon and I'm not just going to go destroy Cersei in that tower. I'm going to make I'm going to set a fucking yeah, example. I'm going to make her watch me destroy her entire city yeah. get closer and closer yeah. until the t- until the moment when I'm standing right in front of her, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, we saw 
Danny sitting on the edge of the wall at King's Landing. We saw her fall, and then we the snowball just kept rolling, kept rolling, it kept getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, right. And, and that's it. Like it, yeah. it, to me, it's as simple as that. So I feel like it seems rushed because you know if it, if you're just taking this episode in and of itself, it seems out rough. of context. Yeah, uh, out of context, it seems a bit rushed because you've grown in the to episode, love her over well, seven seasons. Not, not you've grown to love her, but if you don't re- really remember those seven seasons. Then, if you're just watching this episode, it in this episode itself, it seems rushed. But then I remembered what the creator said. They said we're looking at these last three episodes as just a, a really long movie, yeah. right? So once I remember that, I'm like, okay, I'm watching this as a really long movie. So not only am I looking back to that, you know, the uh, the uh, the last of the Starks, the episode that preceded it, I'm looking at this episode. But then also I'm waiting to see how they conclude it, and then I can make my final judgment. But then also. I have seven fucking seasons to that realize. I can yeah. exactly to, that I can look back. Now I, I was honestly, I, I, as soon as I finished watching this episode, I'm like, I don't even want to watch the uh, rewatch yeah, Game of Thrones. I, Cause I was like, it's going to break my fucking heart every time I see to, to, to grow to love her again. And yeah. Then that oh moment. my God. It's going to break. My, yeah. But then I, but then after thinking about it, I'm like, no, we've been almost walked down this path by the writers of she's going to do this. Like this is going to happen. You're just you're cheering all along because you believe like her justification for doing it was separate from the actual morality of what she's doing. Right. Like morally speaking, she's wrong pretty much the entire show, but her justification, we believe, was correct. So therefore, we rode with her. Yeah. Those two things are divorced and we as people should know better than that. Yeah. So, again, you know seven seasons we've grown to love this character and then in, in one episode you realize that this person is not who they say they are so it's gonna feel like oh bad writing or bad acting or the story the story's wrong right like you want to find a reason or find a way to justify that this person is not who you think they are yeah but they are just that yeah um we do have one more episode to watch and we'll really yeah. see how this all turns out um, yeah to be honest, I don't have any predictions for this episode. I, I uh, no, I uh, do. Other than Arya, other than Arya, you um, believe Arya is going to kill? I believe Daenerys. Arya, um, you know, just because you know the horse, her uh, last yeah, that, that moment. Was too, it, they they it, lingered it, on it, that too long. It, it, it yeah. was too symbolic. Yeah. Um, and I feel like at this point we have grown to realize who Arya's character is. Yeah. And there's no way she's going to let that slide. Oh no, no, how no. it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, uh, who knows? When, is it going to be Arya? I don't know. We'll see. My theory about Bran still holds true. I believe the only way, because the the fucking North can't take on uh, Daenerys and the dragon and the fucking Unsullied and apparently a shit ton of Dothraki that we did not like. Apparently, just sat out the battle and was like, was like inside fucking Winterfell. Like, damn, that looks crazy with you guys in the fire. Oh shit! Like, apparently, there's a lot more Unsullied than we realized. Yeah, like survived. Um. Uh, but there's no way the North can do that. And all the other kingdoms are pretty much just in disarray at this point. So they can't really do shit. The only thing that I think can save is, again, if we restart the story. Now we need another Night King, right? To deal with the threat of Daenerys uh, and then go back up north and then we just restart this shit again. I My theory with Bran holds But wouldn't true. that take another thousand years? No, Perfect. For Bran, or not for Bran, and, and maybe the thing that I misconstrued was that he was a villain. 
I don't think he's a villain. I think he's again the anti-villain of um I'm doing a good thing, but I'm doing a horrible thing in order to get to that good ending, you know. Yeah. Um so that's that's the only sort of caveat he's like that I had. He's like the architect the architect of everything that's happening because he and remember he saw this vision of the dragons flying in King's Landing. Remember all the yeah. way back in like season three or season four. Yeah, I remember. He sees the vision of the shadow of the dragon flying in King's Landing. So he's seen this happen. He knew fucking Daenerys was going to walk in there and be like, yo. Yeah. And now that it's, it's happened, my crib now, <laughs> what is his next plan? What's his, his next, next plan? What's his end game? Jon Snow is our new Night King. Either. Although slightly, I think maybe it's Arya that might be the new Night King. I don't know. I I I still think it's Jon Snow, but I think we do get a new Night King because it's again it's weird for me if the entire night uh the entire uh, if, White if Walkers that was, was just like just that's done with the stab of the like like yeah I still kind of like it, but also that's pointless if that's how it ends. I think we get a new Night King, and I think that that's how they deal with uh, Daenerys. But then I again I think that they just restart the cycle with okay the Night Walkers go back up uh, uh or the White Walkers go back up north and then there's somebody in the north and I I think ultimately Sansa sits on the uh the Iron Throne after Daenerys after they get rid of Daenerys because Daenerys at this point has to die yeah like she 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 can't survive like they they can't let her be like ah that was cool. You know, you just you you stay in the uh, King's Landing or wherever Dragonstone, wherever you want, and we'll be okay with that. No, they have to fucking get rid of her. That was crazy what she did. Yeah. Um, I think Sansa is going to sit on the Iron Throne, and I think Jon Snow is going to be the new Night King, and I think perhaps Bran, not Bran, probably Arya, maybe is the new Warden of the North, because there's no other Starks, right? There's no other Starks left. Other Sansa, Sansa, Arya, Arya Bran, Bran, John, John. So I think it, it's it's got to be Arya yeah. that that's Warden of the North. You know what? My uh, one of the things I hope they address is the theory of whether or not Tyrion is a Targaryen or not. He's not. Um, I hope they either dismiss it, or maybe maybe it's maybe it's true, right? Maybe that's what one of the things Bran has been keeping from us because we still don't know what happened in that conver- or what was said in that conversation. Oh, we still don't Bran fucking know. Like, I, and, they, and they seem to be doing this with both season seven and eight where they have these cutoff conversations where and, they, and we they never learn. They had the happened. conversation between Cersei and Tyrion, which I thought was a significant yeah, conversation. We, we never learned what happened. We never fucking learned what happened um, in that conversation. So I, I don't know. I think there's one more plot twist in here yeah. that they're going to throw at us. Like, I think we're expecting certain things to happen. Yeah. You know, again, Sansa sits on the throne. Uh, maybe Bran has an ultimate plan. You know, does Jon Snow uh, go back north of the wall? There's going to be another plot twist here. Again, oh, like you 100%. said, this yeah. next episode is going to be like a movie, not just necessary. Uh, a continuation of or what the last now. act of a movie. Exactly. That the last three episodes or the last two episodes were the first and second act. And we're going to get the last act of that. So I'm intentionally movie. not going to theorize too much here. I'm really just excited for this next episode. And, and to close out here, that's what everybody should do is the reason why I feel like people are so disappointed in this season is that they had an expectation of what they wanted. They wanted something particular to happen. And I get it. If you're a game of, and again, that's why I think my viewpoint is different. I really wasn't a fan of game of Thrones until I started watching the show two months ago, but it didn't, 
Like I haven't had years of, oh, I hope this happens. Oh, I hope I get to see this. Oh, I hope I get to see that. I've just been like, ah, fuck it. I saw all of it. Now is the, you know, the last season. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to see it either way. I think that's what everybody should go into this last episode with is not what you expect to have happen, but just fucking let the story play out as it may. If you're a true fan and you know that this is the last episode and this is the last we're going to see of it, take just fucking enjoy dial it back a little bit, you know, take back your expectations, pull back your theories. Just know that, Hey, this is it. This is the end of it all. Watch the show. Enjoy it. Then, you know, make your your assessment of this final season, sure. uh, the season finale. But in doing so, don't forget about the seven seasons that uh, have gotten us to where we are today. And, and and don't forget that it's part of a greater story. So yeah. just, just be a fan. Enjoy the episode. Don't fucking ruin it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. That's my final thought. Yeah, most def. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, come to another glorious end to another Fade podcast episode. Uh, if you rock with us this long, as I'm sure you did, because we... we that was that was a pretty good analysis, I think, yeah. of this uh, this episode, the bells. We didn't fuck it up. We didn't fuck it up at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you survive with us this long, uh, then you're a true fan of the show. But uh, do us a solemn favor: hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, uh, and most importantly, hit that share button. Share this podcast with uh, anybody and everybody who you believe uh, is a before Sunday. We- the yeah. next episode, it's it's just a few days away. Yeah. Uh, if you liked what you heard during this recording, share the shit. Have to share, share it with it. one person it's, who may completely not, love it, even if they they may completely disagree with everything yeah. we've said. Uh, but share but you're, it. You're not gonna get as in depth analysis of this show as we did. There are other people. Fucking who are, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere you're gonna get this type of analysis. nowhere. All right, uh, it's like Arya. All right, uh, uh, no one. What is, what is your what's your name? No one. No one. <laughs> Where are you gonna get a better podcast? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I believe that's all we've got. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, until next week, uh, I think we'll just fucking go ahead and hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace, motherfuckers. I said that very English, like. Yeah. <laughs>